0: One.
1: Familiar, but not too yeah. is... The medicines, the medicines that escalate
2: Thereupon, Welcome back to the Good Boys Girls, a fan podcast for the McElroy family of products. My name is Haley Rose. My name is Lily Blue. And we are the, the Good, Good Boys, Boys Girls. Girls. And today we have a guest with us because we are diving into a topic that we thought um, should be, ooh, I whistled there, uh, should be discussed by um, us and discussed within the fandom. Um, and... Uh, it is something that so we we had some discussion about this yeah um and we there seem there is a general consensus within the community that you know no bummers right like that's the the rallying cry of McRoy content is guaranteed no bummers right yeah but um, that's not always the case for everybody all the time uh, because. You know, in the, the boys have admitted themselves You know, that they haven't always been the most um, You know, politically correct Or even sensitive uh, To people of different identities in the past And, um, you know, they've always been quick to correct themselves But, you know, sometimes not so much And a lot of the criticism doesn't actually reach them Because within the fandom itself There's a lot of uh, sort of gatekeeping yeah. of, you know, like trying to tamp down these conversations before they get started because no one wants to have these conversations within this realm of no bummers where le- people are legitimately trying to escape, you know, a hell year like 2018. And most years we are in the dark timeline. Yeah. But, you know, people are trying to escape these conversations through this content. But within the community itself, um, a lot of, you know, controversies and um you know uh, problematic um to use an overused but appropriate term you know problematic stuff has happened um and so we brought on a guest because um we are while we are both uh women and gay and uh you know we have we we knock off a, a few of the <laughs> We uh, check off a oppression. few of the minority
0: boxes.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, um, we are both white. And so we thought it would be appropriate to have um, a person of color come on to help throw uh, a voice to that side of the community, which, let's face it, in a podcasting arena is an oft overlooked and overshadowed community, um, especially in this fandom. You know, it is wildly majority white. And um, so a lot of the things that become issues get overshadowed well, I by think, that.
0: I think that to say, like, we'll get more into this later, but I think it's not even, I mean, yes, it's majority white, but I think even beyond that, it's not that it's majority white. It's like the people that aren't white don't get their voices heard because the white people are like, shh, 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 right. I'm talking now, yeah. you know? Right. Um, So that's kind of why we wanted to do this.
2: And um, we are guilty of that literally right now because we're rambling and rambling and haven't even introduced <laughs> our guest, Liz Fernanda. Hi, Liz. Hello. Hi.
0: <laughs> you guys are totally um, fine. Thank you so, for joining us. <laughs> thank you. Thank for, you for
2: joining us, Liz. Thank you for having um, me.
0: We love um, you very much, by the way. Just uh, take,
1: uh, yeah, I love there. you both very much. And you guys didn't do your thing yet that I love.
2: Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Thank you. Hey, baby. Hey. <laughs> Hey hey, hey, baby
0: Stop Well now we've made it antagonistic And it's not fun anymore
2: No I love you
0: I love you baby I love you
2: baby And if it's quite alright I need Um, you baby to To warm the lonely nights
0: You're from Jersey
2: I don't Know what you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're called the Jersey Boys. It's fine. Move on. Hi,
2: Liz. I have. I, ha- I have. not the slightest. Hi, Liz. Hi. Oh. Yeah. So, Liz, uh, a little background on um, uh, this episode. Um, so you first approached us. Uh, I believe um, We put out the Mabim Bam episode And you gently reminded us That the, uh, the the glass shark bit That we had included in the um, You know The hit rundown of Best moments from Mabim Bam Is uh, incredibly problematic yes. and, um, and the boys themselves Addressed this And you brought this up to us um, uh, In a very kind and gentle way And we uh, You know Uh, Cut it out of the episode So we didn't You know Get anybody hurt Or or bring up any Sore subjects for anybody Right And you know Uploaded a new thing But right after I did that I had mentioned to Blue Like I don't (laughs) want to Be one of those creators That you know Does something problematic And then sweeps it Under the rug And hopes no one notices I would Mm -hmm. rather You know I, I always want to see Creators and people Who have controversy You know Who engage in Controversial behaviors And things like that um, I want to see them address it to help their communities grow right. and so I wanted to be the change I wanted to see in the world yes pat me on the back wow, I'm such you're a wonderful so martyr Wonderful. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do mean that with love though truly <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so we got to talking and through some you know serious conversations we said you know rather than like worry about inviting you know, hate, which I'm sure there might be some that gets, you know, sent our way after we do this. I wanted to have a moment because we have this platform within the community, and <clears throat> because these other platforms, where you know, Facebook groups and Discords and whatever, uh, you know, voices of the 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 people of color within the McElroy fandom are being tamped down. I was like, well, why don't we just give someone the opportunity to stand up and speak with a megaphone? Let's give her the megaphone and so we asked you to come on and you graciously accepted to come on which was very 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 kind of you to come and do this i know this is you haven't been on a podcast before i haven't i've bought a uh, you're a long so like time listener first time
1: professional now <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah you're a long time listener first time caller yes yes and perfect. um oh, shit. um and uh i'm sorry perfect already like, that was at it. perfectly timed it was i loved really it good. Um, <gasps> Let's t- okay. actually
0: talk about the, the material stuff. first. Tm tm tm. Yeah, the ma- and then the, yes. we'll we'll cap it off with some questioning and 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 because I feel like that's really the moral of this yeah. story. Um, is
2: I we don't want to question you. We don't want to cut you off. We want to let you have the floor so that you can be heard. So for
1: for sure. now, is but your, if you guys have questions,
2: is, seriously, feel free to ask any. Like it's totally fine. Oh, for sure. I mean. I we're here to facilitate um the the best way to get this information out there while also maintaining the most imo- the 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 clearest message um from you. Now, you have um like ob- obviously you're not here speaking just for yourself. We didn't mm-hmm. just ask a random person to come on <laughs> and be like you know what everyone feels. Come and speak to everyone's problems. You yeah. actually went out and did research yeah um uh, and no go ahead and no no, no you go ahead <laughs> okay
1: um no yeah um when you get when you <clears throat> i'm sorry when you guys so kindly approached me and were like hey we would love to like have this platform i was like oh my god hell yeah that would be great except i don't have enough information <laughs> um i'm in a facebook group because there's a million macro adjacent facebook groups um called cool babies of color and it's really really great it's a it's pretty it's a sm- on the smaller side as far as like the facebook groups go cuz like you guys said it's a largely white community but that's why like this little group is like really close and pretty much as soon it's as it's also an
2: incredible it's an incredible name for a facebook group <laughs> i have to say it's pretty fucking tight
1: yeah.
2: um, <laughs>
1: um but the uh, so i immediately like after we confirmed that i was going to do this i was like okay i have to get some information cuz just for your listeners to have some background i am a third jello. Just the words are hard. Third generation Filipina. Like, my grandpa's an immigrant from the Philippines. Um, and, uh, but I was also raised by my single white mom because my dad, like, passed away when I was a kid. So I have a lot of my own, like, white privilege that kind of was seeded into me despite having my own cultural backgrounds. So I come from a place where I've had to do a lot of listening and learning and really stepping into, like, actually identifying as a person of color because that's what feels right for, like, the past couple years of my life when I really started to, like, get into that part of my life, which was never really addressed much when I was a kid, um, kind of led me to this group and led me to, like, learning so much and, like, learning more about this kind of stuff in the community. And so then I just put a feeler out into the group and I was like, tell me anything that has ever rubbed you the wrong way based on your culture or your experiences. And people came... Like and gave me their heart and souls of their pain and suffering, <laughs> not really pain and suffering, uh-huh. but you know the things that had gone wrong.
2: Basically, right.
1: that they were like,
2: "Oh no!" So I have a um, document.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're for your sure. Yeah, you
2: document. you you wrote up, you took notes, uh, and uh, you sat at the front of the class, <laughs> and you you paid very good attention uh, to your peers. God and,
0: bless you, sweetie. I like. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love a good and document, like, guys. With bullet points, it does have bullet points. Listeners at home, it does have bu- bullet
2: points and letters.
1: <laughs> it does. We should, and we I should. don't mean like
2: I don't mean the ones that it's like typed in. I meant like you know a this b th- not like <laughs> the wor- the letters the words are composed of. Yes, uh, we wrote entirely in emojis, so that was <laughs> man overlooked. But um, so yeah, no, we have this document here, and there are quite a few things. That we wanted to uh, address. And so, um, I mean, should we just take it from the top of this here list? That's or... what I would
1: advise, honestly.
2: All right. So. Yeah. Um, I did have a quick let's... question,
1: though. Are we going to do. Do you guys add in the trigger warnings at the start of the episode, like edit it in later? Or should I kind of list them off now that I know? Um, I think maybe let's list them off now. <laughs> OK, yeah. well, there's definitely going to be some talk of sexism, fat phobia, ableism Uh, racism um, anti-LGBT kind of just general judgmental stuff like because we're going to briefly address um, like the first hundred which is well Mm -hmm. known to be the rough stuff Um, and then there's other stuff like diet talk weight stuff that kind of permeates throughout some of the content but we're going to get into a lot of race heavy talk here later so if any of that stuff is super sensitive just be aware that's this is the episode. It's happening.
2: <laughs> right. It It is happening. And, like, we're going to try our best to be as, you know, gentle and positive within this conversation as possible. Yeah. Um, but, like, the, the, the topics will be broached. And so if that <clears throat> is something that you're not in a place right now that you can handle uh, hearing about, I mean, you can always put this on the back burner. It's staying on the... On our um, feed So whenever you feel ready If you need to take this in pieces Whatever your heart desires That's totally fine by us We're not going to be offended If you aren't interested in listening to this But if you are someone Who maybe these things don't directly affect You know, if you are someone Who is in the majority of the fandom um, You know, I would encourage you Highly to listen to this to, To... understand uh, and and build a sense of community around this. I feel like this, you know, obviously we don't need to remind the people who are affected by this that this is happening Mm -hmm. because they're very aware of it all the time. But Mm -hmm. it's the people who aren't aware of these things that I feel like this should be directed towards. And yeah, so Mm -hmm. there are there are the trigger warnings up front, and I think the best thing we can do right now is just jump into it. Let's well, do it. If in, the words, in the words of the Philip DeFranco shows, Philip DeFranco, <laughs> uh, let's just jump into it. Oh, uh, Blue, did you have something? Uh,
0: I just wanted to play bad cop for a second um, and be a little bit confrontational. Um, if you are a white person and you hear us say something that you don't like you might, before you tweet at us, want to take a second and do some self-reflection and try to figure out why that rubbed you the wrong way um, because I don't want to hear it. So um, if, you come, if you come at me on Twitter, I am going to ignore you. Uh, so, Well, here's
2: the thing. I want to make an amendment to that. I'm playing good cop here. Sure. Um, so I, I want to make a quick amendment to that. We are not going to debate these points. Right. We are open to discussing them.
0: This is about. This is about learning. This is a learning opportunity. And clarifying. And clarifying. This is not a debate. We did not bring Liz here to like change her mind and be like, "Well, these things aren't that bad." That's not what this is about. This is a. This happened, and it kind of sucks. And they're learning. But we we, as a community, need to identify that these are things that happen, and we need to grow and learn from them, and call them out, call the shots as we see them, rather than silencing our brothers and sisters that this affects
2: and also this is not us saying that the McElroy brothers are garbage and we can't listen to them anymore. No, this is, this is not, this is not a call (laughs) out. This this is not a hit job. This is simply us as a community taking responsibility for the content we enjoy and using it as a, as an opportunity to learn with the boys. So with that, the most obvious example of the boys learning. Mm -hmm. Hello. Uh, the first 100.
1: The first 100, that's literally what it's titled. Like some kind of yeah. fucking horror movie. Um, <laughs> which basically... <laughs> um, so, I've kind of got it broken down in segments, but we're going to address uh, my... B- my bam. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. Uh, my Brother, My Brother, and Me as a whole. And uh, so for the first 100, I mean, there's really not much to say here. It's pretty much a lot of rough stuff for pretty much any minority because... I mean, as the boys have said themselves, they are white, cis-het, raised-in-West-Virginia Baptist boys who didn't know much about much until, like, you know, the world started opening up to them and started listening and learning more, (laughs) which is, like, the ideal way to learn when you don't know things. Right. Um, Absolutely. But, like, even more concrete, rather than just saying, oh, they addressed it. I mean, like, they literally wrote a song. Like, it's a donor episode song, but it has been put on YouTube and cut, where Griffin literally Mm -hmm. sings to you, the listener, hey don't <laughs> which obviously do but like <laughs> it is at your own like risk because it's their right.
2: stuff they're, they're not the boys we've come to love
1: no <laughs> I heard I've heard Griffin say things that are so like like lots of ableists like the word um, retard is thrown around for like sometimes gay as a prerogative which I mean a lot of people hear that they're like oh these just these are just words and I'm like words have a lot of power and <laughs> but anyway What's and they know that you all the time baby Stu- words mean things words mean things they mean so many things more than just the guys thing. here's
2: the here's <laughs> the thing about words is that they mean <laughs> things and when you use them they they mean stuff so like Amazing. just be aware of what words mean when you use them that's really <laughs> it
1: yeah so i mean honestly it was just a lot of what we come to love about them not being which is jokes at somebody's expense and those Mm -hmm. are never fun because the people at the Mm -hmm. expense of are not white cis and het like 95% of the time I would say so Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's pretty much the first 100 I mean like it's pretty easy to run down because even they have said like hey it's rough
2: yeah just 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 don't and when people say I've listened since the first 100 like I've heard that at live shows where someone's like I've listened since the first 100 <laughs> episodes and people they always go "Ye, like <laughs> sorry um, I haven't even listened so to the first 100 yet partially because I'm rather, backlogging I
1: figure I'll go through the good and get to the bad <laughs> and just yeah, sludge and I, through it because I know how good it is
0: well I will say as sure, someone yeah. that started from the first 100 it's kind of nice to like know where they get to and go back Mm -hmm. and hear that stuff and be like well they're not like that anymore so they obviously grew Mm -hmm. and changed and then kind of like hear the process of them (coughs) like growing and changing and like apologizing for things and getting better yeah i mean even
2: even um i mean that process itself i think is remarkable because it, it affected a lot of the fan base that could have been uh, Bad. You know, problematic <laughs> to begin with. You know, we saw it. We heard from Drew Davenport that like he, him, he's he's been following them since the very, very beginning, and he said that you know, like listening to them grow helped him grow as a person. So like, mm. it it's definitely there is a good in there. <laughs> it's yeah. Just there's a lot of not good racism on top.
1: Which again, yeah. honestly, like and this isn't a dig it's just it's honestly because like if you're not the minority that's affected and you're not raised to see anything like that like you're not going to so i've mostly just seen white dudes in any kind of group being like the first 100 aren't that bad i'm like they kind of are if you are fat woman any kind of race not white or gay or Mm -hmm. whatever (laughs) it's like they can be rough yeah so it's just one of those things just like like yeah anyway that, that's covered. Yes. So
2: <laughs> covered, did it. Diet talk mm-hmm. is the next talking point. Diet talk so. is the next talking
1: point, which is, um, okay. Um, so Justin makes a lot of jokes about his weight. And as, in, as he has identified as himself many times as a fat person, totally well within mm-hmm. his bounds. Like 100%. Like everybody is entitled to mm-hmm. do their own thing about their identity. Like that's just life. That's great. The thing about them right. is that they have a platform where a lot of people who don't identify that way hear those jokes and laugh at them, and maybe not for the right reasons, if that makes sense. Um, right. And it just kind of follows like he went on the bean diet, and as I mean, I don't know if we want to get into whole diet culture talk, but diet culture in general in this society is pretty toxic and the worst. Um, yup.
0: <laughs> I I as a fat person have been a part of diet culture and i can tell mm-hmm. you that it sucks oh yeah i i yes.
1: have also been a part of diet culture i hear people talk about diets and bullshit at work every single fucking day and it's
2: exhausting and i'm like how does that yeah, i have literally the never
0: have any other conversation with my mom anymore except like Ugh. it's yeah it
2: sucks well in the in the words of natalie Wynn from contra points um uh, my experience as a trans woman <laughs> definitely says uh, that you don't really truly feel like you are a woman until a female member of your family says, maybe you should try the salad. Oof. So. Oof. I'm so that's, sorry. Yeah. So wh- I think we've all been in this boat. Mm-hmm. And so definitely, I mean, I would chalk it up to the sort of... Um, the the Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock effect of um, you know, black comedians who speak a lot to the black experience, but also have a large white fan mm-hmm. base who hear those jokes and then tell them at work the no, next day. Don't do and it, use, Jonathan. Stop. Do this <laughs> they use the same language that Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle use and it comes off in a majorly bad way. Mm. Um you know, like it's it's Like, I, as a younger person growing up in a predominantly white town, you know, I and an aspiring comedian listened to Chris Rock and then would, like, go and perform, like, for my friends bits that he did. Mm -hmm. And looking back, it's incredibly cringy and terrible that I did that, Um, you know, and I could say, oh, I didn't know any better, but now I do. And I look back and Mm -hmm. honestly, I'm really fucking sorry uh, to Chris Rock and everyone in the world, <laughs> to Chris so, Rock specifically. Well, specifically because I didn't do the delivery right, and I mean, just as a comedian, beyond anything, beyond race and everything, I didn't do the, I didn't do his didn't jokes do justice. His justice. So, mm. I'm just saying. But yeah, it's it is definitely that effect, and I think hearing people make mm-hmm. jokes about things, because, you know, I'm someone who uses comedy as a shield. Mm-hmm. I think we and all do. Of people do. And I think the boys themselves and, is what they do. <laughs> yes. And so when you do that, it's to make people laugh with you so you feel like yes, I'm being ridiculed right now, but I'm in control of it. And <laughs> when you do that, you it, it invites ridicule to people. Mm-hmm. Like and so long as you're in control of it, but if you lose control of it, then suddenly you're just being attacked. And so it's on a podcast when you have this familiarity with the creator mm-hmm. when you hear someone Making jokes and they're inviting you into them making fun of themselves, you feel like you've been given permission. And that's really the issue Spoilers. here. So I, I, Most I, people have not. I hear you on that one. <laughs> you're not. You're definitely not.
1: Yeah, but that's actually another bullet point, listeners at home. <laughs> so we'll get to that. Yes. Um. Anyway, I think the so, so diet culture, um, next diet up. talk can be rough to hear just because yes. the, the, of the stuff it perpetuates. Um, yes. the next thing I have listed here is Chilean miners bit actually in a stunning plot twist and stunning plot twist um, no it actually is because this is a bit as someone who's been to a few live shows that I have like rejoiced and cheered for when it came on because I was like ah oh, the thing that I have heard wonderful goodness and um it was dead for a while and it actually just came back in the most recent live show they did the same thing and I hadn't heard them do it at a couple of them that I'd been to um But it's actually like, again, this is me reaching out to the community of people of color that is in this this fandom that have a wider experience and understanding than I do. And so, I mean, and I learned from that and now I don't appreciate this bit as much because I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of shitty. So, um, but let me explain why. Sorry. The joke is not great because it is about, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's probably pulled from like a headline, Chilean miners emerge from the thing and, uh. Honestly, it was probably got their attention in the first place because they were rescued after sixty-nine days. Not nice. Right. Because sixty-nine days in a mine without food and water is terrible. Yeah. And basically this happened in like two thousand ten and thirty-three of these miners were stuck in this mine that got that like collapsed. Um, Due to unsafe working conditions and laws that didn't protect the workers in their country and a government that didn't really care about them being stuck there, it took many other countries collaborating together to actually rescue these people. And Mm -hmm. they even went to court to try and get, like, reparations for themselves, their lawyers, etc., and got literally nothing because of socioeconomic awfulness and greed and the rich. So... I mean, it's just it's yep. it's basically a whole situation that comes from poor people being shit on surprised to no one. Um, <laughs> and again, mm-hmm. it's probably something that it wasn't even like given a second thought because it's not really dug into. But like for if this is something that like has related to your culture, you're like, hey, that was actually really terrible and bad. Um, and I do have like sources that I can give to the, the good boys girls to distribute at will. For some of this stuff But this was just a yep. quick Wikipedia Google I'll be honest with you Like that information um, Was free and right. easy To find You
0: know what's actually funny Well I mean not funny But well I guess Kind of funny Anyway what What <coughs> is Interesting to me About this joke Is that I Actually remember this
1: Oh wow I, Yeah I,
0: I remember the Chilean Minor incident I was I think it was It's actually Super I mean I mean, It's an early memory For me Because I was In elementary or middle school um but when i was in fourth and fifth and sixth grade i was doing like speech and debate and model un and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and so this was actually a conversation we had in those classes um and so like when they first made this joke i like didn't need context for it because i already knew the story mm-hmm. um and i just remember having that like it was the same kind of feeling mm-hmm. I had when they talked in 2011 about the Black Eyed Peas breaking up. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, I forgot that it happened. And I did mm-hmm. have that moment where I went, that was kind of a bad thing. Why are they making a joke about it? But then mm-hmm. I brushed it off because, like, I didn't, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't think about, like, people who are from Chile are probably like, hey, um, <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah,
1: it's a whole thing, and, and and again, like even I did not have any idea, and I was like, oh, well, that's a whole thing, huh? And yep. again, free and easy kind of thing to research. So if you want to do it on your own, you're more than welcome to, because there is information out there. Um, but that's Please pretty much do. all I have for that one. It's just like it was a really bad situation. Let's not make the joke. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. It's like, I, mean, it's, like it's, I, I guess it's
1: the kind of level of poor taste as like 9/11 jokes still are. I mean, maybe not to the right. level of, like, like as far as, like, we think, like, oh, terrorism. I feel like every American is always like, nothing's to the level of this. But, I mean, like, big tragedies that yeah. happen to people have same effects on their psyches and well-beings and stuff as people, so.
2: Yeah, it and it's definitely, like, uh, 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 it, yeah, it absolutely. I mean, there's no real justification for it. I mean, like, they're using it in the sense of, like, they are they're rising up triumphantly mm-hmm. and you know the celebration of the 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 rescue mm-hmm. but they're making light of a situation that was incredibly bad and it's not like yes it was good that they were rescued and that they emerged and you know like and they're saying here we have emerged like the Chilean miners but like they weren't in a cave mm-hmm. locked underground without food for 69 days they were on tour with their yeah. podcast yeah. so like there's no real way to cut around that yeah. so um, and i, and
1: I want to put okay. my small disclaimer in here because i feel like this is one of those things where it's like are we really nitpicking it this much for a bit and i'm and just like well yeah if someone's upset about it and thinks it's a valid concern then it should be treated as such and i don't think the boys are doing any kind of this hurt intentionally i want to say that yeah. for pretty much like everything here and it's
2: not like we're saying like you can't say cool cool babies because mm -hmm. of what like we're not taking away an integral part of their their brand it's literally just a bit that they don't even use that much Mm -hmm. anymore it's only only live shows
1: and I it only happened in the recent one it hadn't happened in a while actually so yeah
2: yeah. I think it's fair to say like (laughs) maybe just put it to rest voice um okay so that's that put a pin in it, mm-hmm. and Ding. let's the, let's move it on. Um, the next thing so we have next, go ahead, is Barack Hussein Obama. So that's I I know this. I recognize this joke. It's not even their joke. It's definitely like a joke that floated around for a while mm-hmm. of like the the accentuating his middle name which is the same name as a, a dictator Hussein. from Iraq's mm-hmm. last name so yeah, like no. that was the that's that's the extent of the bit is that racist mm-hmm. you know conservative op-ed people yeah. do that but so this is actually much more harmful um, and it, uh, I wanted you to speak to <laughs> yeah. the yeah
1: no yeah you're good um yeah that's pretty much it i mean it's done in like clearly it's every right-wing conservative made the joke ma- not even made a joke just, just like his middle name's hussein it's like okay susan calm down um <laughs> chill with the racism a little bit um and i'm sorry guys i make jokes to deal with my stuff um <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it's, like, it's done in, like, the Stephen Colbert style of the show, where he's, like, pretending to be, like, the conservatives. But the thing is, is, like, anytime you see any kind of problematic post come up in a fandom, like Facebook, Tumblr, or otherwise, you can see that there are some of those that somehow linger in the fandom, and these kind of jokes, they sink in in the way that is not the intention, and they just, yeah, in general, like, if someone out of context were to hear it, they wouldn't necessarily know that that's the bit, is to make fun of those people. Right. So it's just, yeah, it's just not... Like, the impact versus intent is, like, the really important conversation here. And impact versus intent is a lot of this conversation, honestly. Because impact is, obviously, I don't think ever malice-filled, mean-hearted anything. But, um... Sorry, intent. intent, rather. Yeah, intent. I meant intent. Whatever. I'm bad at words. (laughs) Intent is not filled with malice or mean-hearted. But the impact can be... Not good (laughs) So It's the real Important context To think of this Like it's not always Just about What someone means to do Because if that was the case The world would be Better (laughs) It's about how they Actually affect
2: people So And I I think that's important To bring up Because this is Like you said It's going to be a through line For the rest of this Is the idea of Intent versus impact Because I'm pretty sure And I'm pretty sure We're all Pretty sure Pretty sure Pretty sure Pretty Mm -hmm. sure um, (laughs) That Uh, The boys aren't out here trying to attack Obama. Like, no No. one's, they're not out here trying to hurt people. They're they're doing a comedy show. It's an advice show. I mean, they're trying to help people and make them laugh and make them feel good. And, like, that's it. But you aren't always in control of how people receive your content. I mean, you see this in fandoms literally all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, it's it is a a major thing that people overlook and it's something that like it it gets blurry for creators cuz you can't blame them for how it was received, but you can blame them for how it was received. It's it's <laughs> it's complicated it's a, it's and a, it's weird, a, but it's a wishy-washy line. That's yeah. why
1: we hold the people we love accountable so, because we want well, them
2: to do really good. <laughs>
0: That's true, and this goes to show how ignorant I am, because <laughs> uh, I didn't even think about it as like mocking racists. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was like a, a like a, point out his middle name, uh, because he's like proud of his heritage, kind of thing. Of like uh we won't erase this because like he's Barack Hussein. Like that's what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is stupid. No, it's not. Well
2: no, I mean, you're just a you're a kind-hearted person, which again, that's impact that's intent and impact right there. Is they intended it to be mocking racist, but you received it differently and you received it and, you know, took it in and mixed it up with the love of Jesus and then sent it back out. And you know, like okay, so it wait, was Okay,
0: wait, time out for 2 seconds because she said that in front of my parents?
2: And your dad loved it. My dad
0: thought it was so good. <laughs> Haley met my parents this weekend. That's the other hey, thing that, hey like, guys, that's life update.
2: That's a really gay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. What was the context?
0: Um, you were, like...
2: Well, first of all, credit where credit's due. That is a Trevor Noah bit. Um, okay. I don't want to be out here stealing jokes. Uh, I just love it. It's very and good. And so I've been, I've been using it a lot lately. <sighs> but um, it is... Uh, yeah, I forget the context. It was of what something it was, we were
0: talking but... about, like I don't
2: know. Oh no, it was the it was the guy. There was a drunk guy at another table who was yelling and cussing a bunch, and then his, it was his birthday, and so we all screamed "Happy Birthday" at him. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I said that's how we that's how we deal with annoying people is you know they shout obscenities at you, you take them in, mix it up with the love of Jesus, and then sing them a four part harmony of "Happy Birthday." <laughs> um.
0: Really well, loud. Welcome to my Southern Baptist family.
2: <laughs> um. So, uh. okay. So that's that. And now moving on. Actually, we um, probably
0: need to take a quick commercial break.
2: Oh, yeah. You're probably dang old right. Um, so let's go so to speaking, the... Speaking of Olive Garden. <laughs> let's
0: go to the Honey Zone.
2: No, what? <laughs> what? No, I love what? it. What? It's cute. <laughs> it is... Very cute. That was right. that was
0: Joe's. Thank you, Joe, for that suggestion.
2: All right, the honey zone it is. Um, okay.
0: Uh, so I would like to talk about a podcast. What? <laughs> you I, never. Me. I'm gonna talk about a very good podcast that I like. What did we talk about last time?
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, the last episode of Good Boys Girls. I don't remember. I, so.
0: But, Let's be oh, real here. Oh, we did blart. That's right. I, oh, okay. We did what you call it, encrypted keeper, and we totally butchered okay. everything. Um, so that's right. I want to talk about a good podcast called Overwitch.
2: Oh yeah, my good friends at Overwitch. Yes,
0: and actually, this is super kind of important that we bring this up because this weekend, or I think actually right now, uh. Is the yeah it's the seventh today is the release of uh, the new Super Smash Brothers game.
2: Oh, for, for the
0: Nintendo Switch. So they're going to be covering that um, when they put their new episode out on Monday. Um, but basically, Overwatch <laughs> is three very good boys who uh, talk about video games, and they're all Overwatch play. Overwatch. They're all Overwatch players, but they are casuals, um, and they are loving and welcoming to everybody. Um, and so they start their episodes out by talking about some Overwatch news for the week and what's new, uh, and then they focus on a video game, uh, and then they rate that video game on a scale of, would you take your Overwatch time and use it to play this video game? (laughs) Um, which I think is very good. Uh, so they're very nice, wonderful people, and Joe from Overwatch, uh, recommended Honey Zone, which I think is really cute. Um. But anyway, yeah, no, they're excellent boys. Please go check them out, especially if you are interested in uh, the new (laughs) Smash Brothers game that is coming out for the Switch because they're going to be talking about that this upcoming week. And that airs every other Monday on Lunar Light Studio.
2: I got a fabulous podcast for you.
0: What's your fabulous podcast, baby?
2: Uh, I'll tell you what it is. And the fabulous podcast I'm talking about, of course, is our very good friends over at Ending Pending. Mm. So Ending Pending... Is a podcast uh, starring some uh, wonderful uh, young hot gays um, who are making it their mission to go through and sing the praises of all of these shows that only got tragically. And I'm sorry if this if this offends or if this <laughs> brings up some rough emotions, but uh, shows that tragically only got one season before they were canceled.
0: Oh no.
2: Yeah, Um, so they're making it their mission to sing the praises and examine and uh, celebrate all of these uh, overlooked shows that were lost to the ages and to uh, to bring them to light and say, you know, fucking go celebrate and give them a watch. So, ending (laughs) pending. (laughs) I'm sorry. Words happened. Bad at this game. So, um, ending pending is great. I love them They're very wholesome They're very thorough They're very good And they Come out uh, I think they already did So good for <laughs> them But um, <laughs> They come out Every other Wednesday No every on Wednesday Lo- Every Every dang Wednesday Every
0: dang Wednesday Those they are, they are They are crazy folks But they Yes every Wednesday And Check it out Especially this Wednesday Because right now They're covering a show Called Rise um, Which is a show about uh, musical theater department, uh, and actually focuses on a high school that I think Andy went to. One of the members of what? the podcast actually went to the high school where the show takes place, um, and they asked me. I'm going to be a like kind of guest uh, in the episode on this upcoming Wednesday, which is exciting. So
1: hey, Reed. Hey, Brittany. Hey, all of you out there in podcast land. This is what you call it. A podcast about life, liberty. And the pursuit of moodiness. Here's what people are saying about it. Oh, have you heard of the whatcha call it? Hey, that, that is my favorite podcast right now. so good. It is better than a tater tot hot dish.
0: Well, I can't believe that for a second.
2: You know, it's one of those big Midwest fancy things. A Midwest fancy book? Yeah, I don't know what that is, but okay, yeah, that's but what yeah. it is.
0: <laughs> you're gonna love it, though. Oh,
2: you you're have, just
1: gonna love have it. Have you heard
0: Britney talk about being from California. Have you
1: heard Reed talk about being from the Midwest? Well, I never. And for crying in the soup,
0: for would you just listen to the
1: show? Soup. Don't take their word. Take a listen to the show.
2: Blah, 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 We're the show.
1: And remember, folks, your belly button
2: is your old mouse. Listen. From LunarLightStudio.com Fabulous. Yes! So, listen to these fabulous folks, and um, yeah, I think that does it for the Honey Zone. Do we have any, um, <laughs> do we have any big boy screens?
0: Any big boy screens? Well, you know what? I actually just found out today that the Adventure Zone is not doing big boy screens anymore.
1: Neither is my So, hon-
0: uh, nope. my Bam Bam's not either?
1: Nope, neither of them. <gasps> so sorry, we're going to have to snatch. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the Honey Zone. I've been trying to be respectful We're going
0: to have <laughs> <laughs> to snatch those up, Honey. Zone. Okay,
2: so <laughs> snap. So so if okay. you want a
0: jumbotron, we're gonna start selling them. I guess big boy screens.
2: Big boy screens is what we're calling them. MTM-T-M-T-M. I don't know. We come up
0: with a better we'll name. We just trademarked it. it. That's it. It's, uh, it's I kind of
2: I kind of absolutely love <laughs> no, big boy screens. I'm I hate sorry. It a lot. Oh I'm no! I'm really sorry. <laughs>
1: oh no! It's my nightmare. <laughs>
0: okay. Oh God! Big so boy. Now screens we're getting... for a big boy. <laughs>
2: Big boy, Big Debbie's big boy screams. Um, oh, Jesus. So we are heading into the... The dark zone. Shit! This oh. is the dark zone. We got yeah. through the light stuff already, so um, brace yourself, y'all. Okay, so,
0: Every, let's do some breathing really quick. All of us together, even the audience, we're going right. to take a deep breath in. in. the audience ready to take... And breathe out.
2: And then one more. And breathe in.
0: And breathe out.
1: It actually was really calming until the end when I laughed. But I mean, it's still calming. It just feels warmer.
0: Haley Rose. What? You're you're fired from the podcast.
2: (gasps) Can't fire me. Why not? (laughs) Because. These rip's just too chunky, man. you're Fire already... Don't Fire don't catch where it can't
1: breathe. <gasps> oh, my God. I just realized your deep breath was a vape. Oh,
2: yes. my, <laughs> oh my God. Oh,
0: <laughs> my That's why I started laughing and I got upset. I started laughing because you were laughing. Haley, that's not how that
2: works. <laughs> I beg to differ, my dude.
0: Haley did a vape on my
1: podcast.
2: I'm sitting here and
1: spoilers for the poll that was just posted.
2: This is this is the this is the Bim Bam TV show season two. uh, um, Public service is don't do a vape.
0: Don't do a vape. (laughs) Dear mom, dear mom, today Haley did a vape on my podcast. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: oh my god, I just don't, checked the poll and Blue, don't you're tell winning your mom. over Haley <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt with Off Topic, but I just had to oh know Oh my god, you're beating Todd Howard <laughs> No, she's not beating Todd Howard oh. Todd Howard's winning by oh. a mile oh. <laughs> against anyone but she's Wait. beating you <laughs>
2: Me? Okay, good
1: Wait, Yeah, Blue, happening? Blue, you have been voted more likely to be a vapor than Haley
2: <laughs> My <laughs> sterling reputation. Wait, although why this me? is gonna be, this is gonna be up for the next couple days. So after this episode drops, that's gonna be a big shift in the polls. <laughs>
0: Andy <laughs> responded and said, "How is Haley not dominating this poll?" <laughs> I'm gonna respond and say, "Good fucking question." I've never touched a vape in my life, which is Don't, a lot. No, Haley. you can't. You can't. Three days. That's spoil. baby. Silence.
2: That's. You're going to... You're going I'm,
0: I'm to, not... Listen.
2: You're going to disrupt the integrity.
0: <laughs> I'm not touching it. I'm just saying. I can't believe I'm ahead of you by 4... <laughs> p- 3... Tw- five percent
2: I can't... Don't say a word. You can't. 4%. You you're legally it's against not allowed the rules. to it away. <laughs> We're going to get arrested by the Gallup police. Um. Okay, so
1: we got to focus. Okay. All right. We
0: had our bit of goofums. Now we have to do the, the, the bummers. Yeah, gang,
2: because yes. we're Levity. on page two. <laughs> <laughs> Out
1: of eight. Here we go. All right. I'm going to try and streamline through these a little faster, because we Just, did a lot of disclaimers yeah. in the beginning, which I felt were necessary. But hopefully... Absolutely. For the
0: record, are... I have officially taken my pants off, so it's it's go time. Congrats. Now.
2: I took my sweater off, so, I mean, it's only a matter That's of time. That's close
0: enough. Yeah, right?
2: <laughs> i am I've. I'm still vaping. So let's <laughs> go. Um, All right, moving on.
1: the integrity of our polls. <laughs> this will be out after the polls close. It's fine.
2: um <laughs> Nope, coming out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, is it?
1: <laughs> oh shit! Fuck. Like, I can close so can them whenever this. I want. Oh my god, Haley, that's so soon. I'm so, so sorry. Um, anyway. All right, glass shark. I'll put my I'll put next. my audio
2: poison away. All right, so next up is glass shark.
1: Glass shark. We're gonna go through this, not super quick. I'm not gonna avoid them, but I'm gonna try and like streamline yep. a little bit more. Um, so this is the bit that everybody loves and is banned in so many groups. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we're gonna get into that. Um, because honestly, there's a the, fortunately there are lots of mods. Uh, in the two biggest groups, obviously my Bam appreciation group and Taz appreciation group. Um, That are people of color. So, they provide much insight. It's lovely. Um, Glass Shark is pretty much... The biggest issue is going to be coming from fan perception. Kind of like how we said with Diet Talk. Where, you know, Justin's doing a Cajun voice that he says in the show. He's like, by the way, it's just Cajun. It's not, like, supposed to be black guy. Which, I mean, should tell you enough to know that, like, we were dancing a line there. My dude. Mm -hmm. We were dancing a line. And, um then also like lots of fat jokes so i mean and again well within justin's bounds because that's his identity and he can make jokes about his identity that's kind of how they work but Mm -hmm. this goes and it falls back into like the Haley's analogy was perfect about like people that love chris rock and then want to say his jokes to their white friends and it's not something they should do because yes. just redirect them to the special.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey,
1: watch this YouTube video. That's a much better yeah. idea. Um, however, like this has been pointed out to the boys, I believe. And I'll be honest, I didn't get to listen to the episode where they fully addressed it, supposedly more fully in an episode of Bullseye. I can provide the episode that it appears in. I just didn't actually get around to it because I'm trash. But um, you're fine. That's no, okay. I, we'll yeah. put a link in there. You're perfect. Y'all Yo, stop, guys! I'm gonna cry. My therapist told me I have to say thanks, so thanks. Now the bit's in the episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so we're going to get to the fans in a minute, so I'm not going to get too much into that because that's a whole a, a whole thing. But um, as recently as 2017, Justin was still in approval of the bit, so this one might be a little hard to stomach for people, but it has been banned in uh, larger Facebook groups due to, A, like overpopulous in general. Just kind of, it gets to be it's like a, it's like a bit that's funny for the boys, but not when 27 people comment on the same thing. Um, <coughs> yeah, excuse me. Um, and then, uh, also because of the problematic nature of both the jokes of saying, Oh, he like the fat jokes and the voice. So for those reasons, it's been banned. So that should tell you enough that in groups of like, where I think like Mavin Bam almost has like 50,000 people. And I know Taz almost has 30,000 people and we don't, it's not. It's a no go. So, and I mean, those are the reasons. Yeah. But that's glass
2: shark. Okay. So that was the and that was the impetus for this whole episode. So mm. I mean, like, because it is. They do address it in the episode. And actually, what was cut out of our episode when we covered it was we talked about glass shark, and then afterwards, r- literally right afterwards, I went, "Sweetheart, is that racist? <laughs> do we have to cut this."
0: and we talked about it and, for like 5 minutes yeah. and i and, said well i said in and, and this was bad of me but i said well justin said it was fine
1: <laughs> which and of course that's, like we're going to talk about that
0: yeah which of course like that's not how that works at all cuz he's not black
2: and he's and you know Jesus. also no, i was kidding. i was um subject to the the classic uh, white privilege mistake of going, I want this to be okay, please tell me it's okay, and then the faintest excuse of saying, well, yeah, it's fine, they said it's fine. I'm like, okay, and then I put it in. So um, that's that's on me as Even well. Even though so. both
0: of us were definitely left with sick feelings in our stomachs that we should have followed. That's okay, because yeah, so, we're all here. And we're here's all a quick rule together. of thumb.
2: Here's a quick rule of thumb for all the white people out there. If you think it might be racist, don't use it.
1: <laughs> because it also probably, <laughs> <is>. probably raises <laughs> If you
2: even if you're not sure, even if you're like, well, maybe not. If there's a maybe involved, if it's not no, this is definitely okay. If it's anything less than that, don't use it. Yep. There's a quick quick rule of thumb. Um so, uh also rule of thumb is problematic. All right, so I'm just going <laughs> to go bury myself in the backyard. I'll see you Stop, guys later. You're
1: fine. <laughs> okay. Next thing on the list. Uh parting the kimono this is um, the kimono. this is uh, yeah. obviously this stems like not again talking about things I'm like trying to be a voice box for people that are not here but um, right parting the kimono is actually it was very hard to research I had to go a lot based on people's experiences and knowing my culture because to be honest Wikipedia is severely lacking and this is a very common turn of phrase I was surprised because I've heard it before the show like I mean I definitely like heard it more often because of the show and like hanging out with people that listen to it etc But it's not something that I've never heard before on any other kind of media. But it's uh, just in general, the reason it's problematic is because um, it's a pretty sexist and racist turn of phrase because it became popular in the U.S. in the 1980s um, when U.S. and Japan started to do business together and Americans started using it as their own in like the very U.S. fashion (laughs) to just take a thing and be like, cool, that's ours now. We're going to do it. But it's really um, culturally insensitive because the kimono is, A, mostly worn by women. So, um, sometimes it's worn by when? Worn by when? Worn by men. Um, Because, again, it has a lot of cultural significance over there that, honestly, I do not want to pretend to grasp, but it's important, and that's important. And and that makes it sexist because where it's mostly angled at women, it's kind of like on the league of saying that your transparency as honesty is only about as easy as you are I guess kind of like and right. like women using their sexuality as a way to be truthful and it's just it's just gross and it's bad and like they've said it a million times and they've stopped using it thank god but I would yeah, like I everyone say, else pe- ever to not use it. they
0: stopped using it in recent episodes right? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah they like, say like a peek behind the curtain now which is like perfect the and the yeah. same exact yeah. concept like it's wonderful so just like absolutely yeah just Um, part part the community is just gross and sexist and like culturally insensitive like not silly like uh, no it's racist I'm gonna say it's racist
2: yeah Yeah. and it's it's also I mean it plays also into the the constant fetishization of of, uh, uh, Asian women so yeah it's it's definitely just a big old ick ball big old
1: big bad no and and they listened they stopped and like props to them I'm glad but this is and now we're gonna get into the fun. The, the, the fan. Yeah, um, I think literally. we
0: actually, we talked about most of this stuff already. Yeah. So if we, we wanted to skip this, we could, but it's up to we, you. We did. You I'm the just, best.
1: the the main thing I want to say, because I, I kind of, like, the spiel of it is, basically, Um, a lot of it was covered by you guys in the beginning, is the no-bummers attitude is, like, really pervasive in that it, like, is used to silence people, right? But then mm-hmm. also, people take these jokes that are used by people that do have those identities, like... It can even go beyond fat jokes because like Travis made a bunch of fidget, fidget spinner jokes when he when they came out, which was in his right because he has ADHD and he was like, this is actually really useful, but also fun jokes. But then like it came, it fell into the whole thing where everybody made a joke about a fidget spinner and just like totally negated the usefulness of it until they became what they became, which was basically like a giant, like literal meme you could hold. Um, right. And yeah. it's a lot of, it, it's a, it's a lot of privilege because it's like... If this person makes a joke, it's the familiarity. I want to make the joke too, and it's not always okay right. to do that. A lot of times it is because most of the jokes are just dumb goofs, which is great, but sometimes it's not, and we just gotta be mindful of that, <laughs> right? So for
2: sure. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go out to bat for a second. I'm switching over to bad cop. No. Um. He, here's my thing. Uh, as a comedian, as a creator, as someone who considers themselves funny in more than just a casual way. Um, I, and I know it's bad to be like, I'm good at a thing in modern culture because people will always tell you shut up, but I am good at being funny and I'm not going to apologize for that. But, here's my thing, is a lot of times in these fandoms in these communities we see people latch onto jokes and want to use these jokes and they ignore the significance around them because they know that other people find them funny and they don't think that they're funny and so they just grab the joke and throw it because they know they're gonna get a response and they want the validation and for me i'm like listen you a don't have to be funny all the time that was the lesson i had to learn and b like that's not your joke man and i'm guilty of this i stole a fucking joke from trevor noah right the fuck now but like it's it's really a matter of being like what does this joke mean? Why is it being said? Who is it being said by? Take all of that, put it together, and if I can use that, I can use that. And if I can't use that, I shouldn't use that cuz it's not mine to begin with. It's really like can I borrow your fucking can I borrow a cup of sugar so I can make a cake? Sure. Can I borrow a cup of sugar so I can make crystal meth and sell it to your son? No. Like it's 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 just it's a, a lot about context and it's a lot about again intent and it's all about intent. And I see this all the time with people who just take memes and take jokes from other creators because they know it will get a response and they don't think that they can create something like that. And so they steal it, they take it, and they just throw it at the wall and they hurt people because they're not using it correctly and they're not the right person to be using it. And Mm -hmm. so just be mindful of the jokes that you use, especially when they're not your own. Because if you make a mistake with your own joke, you're the only person to blame but if you make a mistake with somebody else's joke you also have their reputation that you're hurting and so like it's just there there's a certain etiquette involved so just be mindful i just wanted to have a little moment there sorry to cut in
1: you're totally fine um now we're gonna get into taz is everybody excited i love taz yes it's my lifeblood i started screaming at the episode that came out today Oh my god, it was so good! We An episode came out today. We can't we, yes. can't, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. We are we gonna derail so hard. We're gonna. Okay, yeah. We can talk I, about I'm, it after. I'm gonna, we will. hundred percent I
2: need gonna, to yell. Don't tell me I haven't listened yet.
0: <laughs> okay, Liz Blue, and I can I'll talk about it after.
2: Okay, fine. Whatever. Bye. We'll talk about it later.
1: Okay. Taz. Taz. So, um, hmm. I was kind of thinking. I didn't know the the for the listeners at home. My next two like sections with bullet points are POC characters played by cishet white dudes and then also Blue Taco right underneath that. And I was trying to think mm-hmm. if maybe I should reverse those in the order, but I think I am just going to go with the order that I have them on there. Yeah. Um, so um, the characters that um, come to mind are Cardala, Gandhi Dancer, and Errol Ryehouse, and Aubrey, the Lady Flame Little, mm-hmm. um, which, as some folks might not know, is officially canonically Uh, Puerto Rican, which we will get into at a later bullet point. Um, (laughs) uh, So all those characters are canonically people of color. Gandy Dancer is uh, of some sort of Asian descent. Uh, I believe Cardala is of... Inuit. Inuit. Thank you. The word was escaping me. Errol Ryehouse is of some sort of Hispanic descent. And then Aubrey Little is confirmed Puerto Rican. Um, Honestly, like right there for at least two of those with the uh Gandhi dancer and arrow rye house of saying some kind of that is our first clue that we're not in a good way
0: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm.
1: um just I, and i mean we've had lots of like disclaimers again about intent versus impact and this is going to be heavy on the task side so just keep it in mind um so in general It's always complicated when you want representation in your thing, but the thing is being made by the people that already naturally have the voice, which in this case is three wonderful boys who happen to be cis, white, and straight. (laughs) Um, They make great content that we all adore and we all would love to see representation in, but at the same time, it's also very tough when a white person embodies a person of color in any kind of real world setting, which is what has kind of happened post-balance in the arcs which makes it a little more complicated because when you're in a fantasy setting, you can just be like, racism isn't real. It never happened. Yeah. People weren't shitty in this world. And that's fine. Cause that's great. We, we would all love that to not be the case. It's a lot more difficult in a real world set, real world setting. Cause if you, cause you can't do that, that would be bad for a number of reasons. You can't just erase people's histories like that, even for your thing. And not that they try to, I'm just saying in general, don't do this. Anyone. Um, But then when you do try to embody that person of color's voice, like, at best, you're taking away where someone could have that voice and tell a story. And then, like, at worst, you're doing a a caricature almost, or can be, because you've never lived those realities. You've never felt those things. Like, the most you can do is research, and even then we were not doing as much as we could be. I will say that I know Justin did a lot of research on Cardalla, but even then there are some Inuit people that are in this community that are like, still like, it still felt gross at times. But, um, Mm -hmm. I think that was more the portrayal of how Cardalla and her Inuit kind of portrayal came out. And I guess it's, it's complex. Lots of these issues are complex and I'm not going to pretend to understand all of it because I'm not the best person to explain again, someone else's experience. Right. But in general, I can blanketly say that it's just, it's a very messy situation. Like, I think they did a really good job with most of Balance in not saying anybody's color, like, most of yeah. the time.
2: <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a very good choice.
1: Yeah, I agree. Well, um,
2: I mean, here's here's the thing. I mean, sorry to cut off, but here's the thing about an audio medium is it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. So, like... You you can just be like you know they can be whatever you want them to be. I've seen every different variation of Magnus Taco and Merle. Like I've seen you know black Magnus. I've seen brown Magnus. I've seen all kinds of different Magnuses. I've seen trans boy Magnus. Oh, like right. so valid, very so valid. I want but like
0: sorry, Haley, continue.
2: No, I'm, go right ahead. I, I, that's pretty much my point.
0: No, I I just want to I want to pose a question. Um, and this is not confrontational in any way. It's really just Mm -hmm. out of curiosity and, 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 uh, ignorance. I want to ask a question both to you, Liz, and also to our audience, uh, Mm -hmm. for them to fill in the blanks. What is the solution here? Because, you know, um, as a white creator, you know, I see, you know, all my POC friends and, and I want them to be able to feel like they have representation. Um, but, of course, I don't know their experience. So, you know, if I was making something set in the real world, what's the best way for me as a white creator? Do I just not include any specifications about race? Do I just make everybody white? <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. what's the best what's the best course to go when dealing with this problem?
2: Specifically for the boys themselves, because, like, you know, bringing in... Other performers to portray right. roles that are closer to the like their own identities would be no, different it, from the Taz we yeah. all know and love. And that's the complicated, and, you know. Part. But well, I don't want to speak. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, I, go ahead. Yep, yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> We're all too nice. Um, I was just gonna say, I was like, I'm not. I I don't have an answer to that. I don't think any. Because I mean, there's even. Um, I don't know if you guys are in the Taz and Mubim Bam group, but um, quite a few months back, I made an actual post addressing the No Bummers attitude specifically as it relates to racism as a safe post. And there was a lot of division even in people of color that commented saying, like, I actually didn't mind this thing. And some people were like, I actually minded this thing a lot. It's never going to be a blanket thing. So, I mean, even to say that anybody has acted wrong, I mean, there can be a lot of people that find it wrong. There can be a lot of people that find it Right. Um, I'm merely speaking to the people that did and like those voices are also valid and they should be heard I guess
0: Right. Um, I know
1: there's a lot of resources I guess if you're talking about inclusion um, versus like uh, outside of having guests that actually do represent those minorities Um, there's a lot of uh, articles and research uh, not research but like articles that have been written by people of color to like white writers like this is how you do this thing without being a whole shit
0: (laughs) Right. Um, Well, you know what I I mean,
1: and I think that some of it can be translated to an automedium. But you know, as we all know, podcasting is like its own little monster, in a way, because it's still being like figured out. Yeah, like no one—it's a relatively new. It's—it's.
0: I mean, it's ten years old. But sure. <laughs> but I mean, like, let's. It's I older mean, than that. Sure, but, but I mean,
2: let's let's chalk it up to like even you know I mean television, radio, movies, like those have been around for nearly a hundred years at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people like, know the rules it's for those things.
1: no one knows the rules for podcasts.
2: <laughs> yeah, the rules for the rules for film are like pretty solid. There's not a lot of room for experimentation. People still do and they break rules and it's all mm-hmm. jazz. It's about the scenes you don't shoot. But like, it's you know, podcasting is very new. There are people coming up with new ideas all the time and it seems don't like
0: know what podcasts are oh my yeah, god! yeah and they ask me and life?
2: I <laughs> I have to tell them it's like radio on the internet read a fucking book but um, <laughs> that's my favorite
1: bit honestly one of my favorite man, man bits. read a book
2: uh, read a book <laughs> but here's my two cents and I can't speak to the experiences of people of color but I can speak to the experiences mm-hmm. of trans people of of transbinary people specifically and you know, Griffin's portrayal of Loop was extremely well done Mm -hmm. um, because he went and he researched what trans people wanted to see in a trans character. Mm -hmm. And he really, really like, like agonized over how to do this because he was worried he was going to offend people. And like, I think that's a good way to go about. Portraying a character is really digging Into it whereas And I don't again I don't want to be throwing shade At Travis I love Travis he's a very Very good boy Um, But uh, you know It feels a little bit like Yeah she's Puerto Rican why not like He didn't it doesn't feel deliberate Enough Mm -hmm. their portrayals of People of color and their portrayals of people Of various identities That are not in line with their own The only ones that feel specific And deliberate are Lucrecia and you know Lucretia like there are some like they do they feel more deliberate than others mm-hmm. and you know Hurley and Sloane like they feel like not tagged like tacked on they feel like this is not Im- this is important and intentional. We're doing this specifically mm-hmm. because this is their characters and this is what they believe and this is how we're portraying them. Whereas you know and I get cart I get that they couldn't pour a lot of research into these characters when they came up with them like Cardala and Aubrey and and Gandhi Dancer because they didn't have a lot of time because they were doing the like rapid fire yeah. mini arcs and so like they didn't have a lot of time and that's not an excuse but it could be a reason but you know when they finally decided to knuckle down and do Amnesty I would have expected Travis to do a little more digging into mm-hmm. how to portray this character in a more honest light. And I feel like he is but isn't. He's maybe figuring it out on the fly, but it seems like, you know, Loop was locked down by the time she caught out God, into the into Greg the narrative.
1: Fucking
0: I'm
2: like, yeah, we're right we're married well, now. <laughs> also, yep.
0: Loop wasn't introduced until fifty episodes into the arc.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she had time to cook. Right. And like
1: <laughs> in an umbrella b- rip.
2: Yeah, in a fucking umbrella. <laughs> hey, but like
1: spoilers. Oh my god. You had your Taz episode. I'm allowed to do that. If you're
2: listening to this episode this far in and haven't finished balance, you have fucked up. <laughs> um sorry, just let's be fucking real about I'm this so for a sorry. second. I should
1: have spoiler tagged it. Damn no, it. it's fine.
2: Fu- no, I, no spoiler I, tag necessary. I actually have
1: a friend who's listening to the eleventh hour, and she messaged me today. She's like, "This may sound weird, but I ship Taco and Kravitz." And I was just like holding back everything into me to be like, "Oh, girl, <laughs> just you, wait, <laughs> sweetheart." Good
2: God, the the show that shipped a thousand ships. Um. Anyway, okay. Focusing. We're way off. No, Let's actually, not talk about Tockets, because that's going to be no, its own episode. We can't, we
1: can't have a or whole episode about Tockets. I would love to be on. <laughs> Thanks.
2: Yeah, we're going to have to have a whole episode about Ships. all of the gay relationships oh. in in Balance, but that's oh its own fucking thing. And the one thing. straight
1: relationship I'll stand till I die, which is uh, Burnside's <laughs> and Loop. forever. No, um, and
2: Loop. Bloop. jeans.
1: Are they? Are they us. Bloop They're jeans? straight. Are yes. they straight? They're straight. Yes. Yeah. Oh God! Very straight. straight. I don't know. He's got so much gay energy. I just never even thought of it. Honestly, I was just like they're in love he, and perfect. They're just like a dynamic, Barry's, ethereal beings of lichdom Barry's Barry's by. Let's be <laughs>
2: Let's
0: real. by, and but like Loop is also <laughs> bi. guys. Hang guys. on,
2: we no guys, guys. This is what I'm talking about. Sorry, <laughs> sorry we so got sorry. completely okay. to fuck Focusing off track. Focusing on
1: balance. Focusing on balance. <laughs> yes. To bring us yes. in, we're gonna talk about Blue Taco, which I would oh, hope dear. at this point. Most people are familiar with seeing as Griffin wrote a whole ass essay on Tumblr about it. Yeah. But if you're not, yes. that's totally fine and valid because shit son, I didn't know, but le- guys, this is the first post I ever read by the official Taz campaign. Cause I came in late. And when I went to the Taz Tumblr, that was the first one I ever saw. I was like, this is some discourse. <laughs> uh huh. Um, I was right in the middle of it too. Cause Oh man. Wow. Yeah. It was a lot. So, and that pretty much comes from, you know, Justin made a goof. On the first episode, that was a filler for when his baby was coming into the human world out of his wife's tummy. And um, to name his wizard Taco on a limb. And then they made a bunch of silly jokes about him being on the search for tacos, which you know, for a one-off episode, fucking choice, fucking hilarious. And then, it, you know, it continued to be funny just because of that kind of a mindset of like, hey, this is a dumb goof. But as time went on... And the headcanons of skin color come into play and stuff like that because he's not being defined as Latinx or not, <laughs> question mark. It's uh, it's a whole lot. It's a mess because, like, are you having a white person looking for tacos forever? Because that's not great. Um, are you having a Latinx person being played as this caricature of themselves? And that's not great either. So it's just it's a whole mess so that why, that is why the compromise of the Blue Taco came about for the graphic novel lots of people weren't happy with it some people were happy with it um, Blue actually talked to me about it when we had our precursory discussion about it because like I said I was late to the fandom and she was like right there in it Yeah. about how it was like at that point most people had just kind of accepted Taco as Latinx even yeah. with the problematic nature of it and then it was just kind of yeah it just it, it was messy and it was hard for them and I get that
0: Well I think the thing about blue taco Is there like there really wasn't A good solution Like just because of the nature Of the bit like it was made On a whim You know it was bad from the (laughs) beginning Um and so like You know the choices were Make taco white Which is bad Mm -hmm. Uh make taco Like canonically latinx Which is bad (laughs) Mm-hmm. or make Taco neither and make him a fantasy color which is meh, meh. it's the best solution but it's not great either like there's mm-hmm. no win here no matter what someone's gonna <laughs> be mad and like that's yeah. just kind of the way it is uh, which is sucks like I wish it wasn't that way but like I think of all the options they could have gone with they went with the best one
1: yeah I do too you know? and, I mean, and not everyone agrees with that And that's valid as well Y'all been through some stuff I get it yeah. It's a complicated situation And like I said Lots of this stuff Is gonna be complicated
2: Yeah mm-hmm. um, And there's no Straight up and down answer Because it varies From person to person Again Intent impact But You know I think To When you have As wide an audience And as diverse an audience As the boys do You know You have to You know Do the best thing you can't always do the right thing but you can do the best thing and, and whether or not this was the best thing is up for debate but um not here <laughs> up mm-hmm. here it's for discussion so you know if you do have an opinion on this we'd like to hear it uh and we would like to have some kind of civil discourse where we can share our thoughts and understand that what is, is we're not going to change the design of Taco in the comic books and Carrie did yeah. a by great yelling. Job. I want
1: to be very clear. This is not dissing Carrie at all. <laughs> not at
2: all. Um, we're not going to change the design of Taco in the comics. We're not going to do any of the stuff. Like what we're going to, where I just, I would like to hear people's opinions because this is one of those open open cases of like, you know, how does it make you feel? Do you still read the comic books? Do you not read the comic books? Like it's it's literally that kind of a thing. So, Blue Taco. I think they did an okay thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was the ultimate perfect solution. I think it was what needed to happen in that moment for me. So, mm-hmm.
1: yep. So that's the taco.
2: There we are. We now we move on to <laughs> the Dragon Con incident. And now this is no,
1: this interesting is, because well I
2: almost attended this panel.
1: Yeah, and actually we're Wait, moving on did to we? Aubrey the Lady Flame Little. <laughs> i
2: almost oh we're moving on to i'm sorry yeah, no you're I fine my thing almost messed it too
1: and i almost went to the dragon content incident which they kind of go hand in hand so
2: a little bit and we've kind of oh, touched on aubrey a little them. bit already
1: so we'll probably this, just go quickly one to the next yeah, yeah let's no, us just they're, blend they're, them. they're gonna be blended because they just kind of have to be i just separated them for my own sanity when i was typing it out um so as i mentioned earlier okay actually another disclaimer real fast like we're gonna get into my whole thing like the bow as Blue mentioned at the beginning that will happen at the end of this episode it's a good and very pretty bow it's nice me personally we're not supposed to have our favorites of our children or our siblings but my favorite is Travis and it's hard yeah. <laughs> because my boy I truly think that he has a great heart and he's really trying his best but I also know that he really really wants that validation and love which I fucking 100% relate to um, and, and that's another reason that I love him so much. Cause I'm like, fuck, I dude, I get it. I have messed up in similar ways. So when I talk about this, I just want people to know that it is like heavy in my heart that like this, this kind of stuff happens because it's important to talk about because if we love something and we care about it, we need to, we need to talk about it. Even if it makes us like, meh. so I'm going to, pl- I'm going to plow forward now. Anyway, that was my own little personal disclaimer. Um, But he is often, I mean, Haley touched on it well about how the Puerto Rican thing doesn't feel direct, right? Intentional, I think was actually the word. Um, and that's because, uh, a lot of people see stuff like that as quote unquote doing it for brownie points. I don't, I I hope that's not the case. I, I don't, I have not perceived it that way, but other people have. And, you know, everybody's points of views are valid because we've all been through some shit and everybody's different. Um... And it goes into the intent versus impact kind of thing. And a lot of how this has come out this way is because um, she has never been mentioned on the actual show as being Puerto Rican, which is why that might actually be news to some people. And that's why we're going to merge right into the um, uh, Dragon Con panel right after this. We'll get to that. But another thing I'll mention uh, where this becomes problematic with, a white person embodying a person of colors like being right. So there's a specific incident. I think it's happened a couple times with Danny and Aubrey in the show where Aubrey wants to touch her Danny's hair and also doesn't respect what uh, Danny wants to be called uh, as far as like the type of monster that she is. I think is the direct incident. I'd have to find the episode specifically mm-hmm. to point it out. And I forgot to do that. But, um, both of those are extremely white things <laughs> um, that are and I'm not going to say people of color are innocent of it but especially, specifically the hair touching I think, I mm-hmm. think we are all, if you're any kind of aware in 2018 like don't be that white person that walks up to a, any kind of person of color be like can I touch your hair? Like don't do this thing. And it, and, and it feels very much like someone's trying to be something that it's it's not supposed to be and uh it it, it's like I think that's that's pretty much as much as it can be it feels icky and it feels like gratingly white when it shouldn't be and if and if I want to buy into this if I want to know this character and see her and I do because I love Aubrey Little I I got you gotta do the thing and uh then I'm gonna merge right into Dragon Con Incident which is it's called an incident because it's it's something. Um, and you guys are still there, right? Because it's been quiet. Yeah, I've, I'm here. I feel no, like I've, I've been talking I've, so long. No, so you're sorry. good.
2: <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm giving you the platform. We're listening intently.
1: Okay. Um, the DragonCon incident. So I do have direct quotes for this as a reference because someone like recorded the parts of the panel and transcribed it onto a Tumblr post, which I have a link in my doc and has been provided to helium blue that they can give out to other people too.
2: Yep, these are all, all these links that we have are going to be in the description by the cool,
1: way. cool, 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 tight, tight, tight. Um, excuse me. I had something in my throat. Um, so basically at a panel, a couple things happened. Uh, so they were talking about someone brought up dust, which is the, um, Which is the thing that, uh, the thing, the arc,
2: the cow, the the cowboy arc.
1: Yeah. The cowboy arc, which honestly, cowboy,
2: cowboy furries.
1: I'm not going to lie guys. I kind of wanted that to be the one they did next. I'm not mad about amnesty I love amnesty, but I'm just saying my vote was on dust. So me too to be I was an amnesty stand from the beginning, but it's no. fine. I just like Buffy and Cryptids. See, and I just like Wild West and sad gays, which is another thing to talk about later as being problematic. But you yep. but also I, I, I don't like sad gays because I like gays to be sad. I relate because I am a sad gay and I like to s- <laughs> you guys get what I'm saying. <laughs> Mood. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying <laughs> when I say I like sad gays. I don't actually but I know what it's like. So anyway, moving forward. So the panel, the first thing that I have note about the panel is I guess there was like a whole conversation, according to Travis with them as a group about whether they would be sexist and racist toward Clint's character, Gandhi. which um, it's like, no, don't do that. But then this is like how I said earlier, where you have the problem of like real life characters and you're being a person of color it gets complex because are you erasing the thing that happened to them? And that's kind of what (sighs) it's kind of what ended up happening. I have a direct quote here that I'm going to read because it's going to explain, I'm going to have more to say about it after I do that. So I'm going to do this thing now. And it says, and when we were doing Taz dust, we ended up having me, Justin Griffin and dad, a two hour long conversation um, about how I'm going to set up the old West, but dad wants to play a woman and I don't want to be, you know, misogynist to her, even though in the time period, they would have been. Dad wants to play an Asian woman and I'm not going to have people use racial slurs even though that's what they would have done at the time. And we really went back and forth like are we being disingenuous by not acknowledging that this is the kind of circumstances that people would have had to deal with but by doing that would we be reminding people of the bad things that still happen in the world? And that's the whole quote. That was me reading the thing. And again, the post link will be provided so other people can read this too because I know audio processing of quotes is hard because I feel that. Um, Right. But it's because it happens at a panel, right? I think the context of space and not having other people there is where this gets murky because, okay. um, This isn't on the, the adventure zone zone where like the whole platform hears it. You know what I mean? This isn't like them all saying we were really trying to be considerate. This is Travis in a room full of people who adore him Saying, "Look, we did this good thing," which um, I don't know that I, I don't think that it was intended to be that way, but I think one can see where that is a different situation than being on the Adventure Zone zone. the The Adventure Zone zone. I'm so sorry, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and talking about it. Is, does that make sense as far as context of space and what where and how you're it's, doing it? It's
2: it it is in a room which is. Most likely, seeing as it's a convention which is has you know expensive tickets, and it would be probably a predominantly white audience. Mm-hmm. And Not recorded,
1: generally speaking, except for this, which yep. was thankfully transcribed because I'm glad I had like sources where I could look at direct quotes yeah. from it.
2: Behind, it's a real it's a real collar tugger.
1: It's it's something. Um, And that's where he also discussed that Aubrey Little was Puerto Rican and confirmed that at this panel, which went viral on Tumblr very, very quickly in general, not even with the direct quotes. People were like, oh, she's Puerto Rican. But (laughs) again, not been said on the actual show. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: The Tumblr that you pulled this quote from is actually called um, Aubrey Little is Puerto Rican.
1: (laughs) Perfect. Beautiful. Um, That's amazing. I actually... (laughs) It's been so long since I put this link in there, um, <laughs> and uh, it's it's and and again, it's the same thing. It's like it's a it's a reliance on fans to spread the word, which you know, I mean, that's kind of their brand anyways for um, spoken word thing. But for something when you're saying this is a person of color that I wanted to be as a representation here in the show, then that should be on the show. Like that's important. That's that should be intentional. That should be really not necessarily like make a whole big thing about it because again you're not trying to do things for brownie points but i mean not everybody uses tumblr and shortly people aren't really going to use it much longer because it's dying mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. <laughs> so i mean and that's it, it's it's the kind of it's again the taller cugger caught the taller cucker?
2: <laughs> whoa that sounds like a <laughs> slur in and of itself
1: uh, <laughs> oh God, i just do the grunt from home improvement i'm Infected
2: Falling apart
1: Uh, (laughs) God damn Uh, So it's Oh no she got the virus It is um, It's a collar um, tugger As you so eloquently put it It is not ideal Because of the Again the context of space and time This isn't the the Adventure Zone zone. This isn't with It's just not It's not ideal (laughs) Travis do better
2: We Uh, love you
1: I love him so uh, That's a good boy. He lives, like, basically next door to me. By next door, I mean, like, 69 miles away, nice, in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my um, house is exactly 69 miles away from Cincinnati. What's up?
2: Actually, uh, si- side note, I live exactly four hours and 20 minutes away from Blue, so nice. Uh, <laughs> um so, so far. Oh,
0: listen, that's much better than the 17 hours it used to be.
2: <gasps> well, no, Jesus. I'm not saying... I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it's four hours and 20 minutes.
1: Uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So. Okay. And then, yeah, so, that pretty much covers it. I mean, yeah,
2: it's just. Just unideal <sighs> in all, all contexts. It is not as deliberate as it should be. And the <gasps> details of Aubrey Little's identity weren't. Publicly made... It seems like an afterthought. It yeah. seems like, what does this audience want to hear? Not, mm-hmm. this is the truth of Aubrey Little's identity. So... Yeah.
1: And again, keep it in mind, listeners. Intent versus impact. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, right.
0: And also, like... Talk, speaking about... I mean, this blog... This <laughs> this person who runs this blog... I mean, their blog title is Aubrey Little is Puerto Rican. Like, They're down. Obviously... Mm-hmm they don't care that it was just said at a panel mm-hmm. like they're fucking pumped about it great. you know and God, like some people, some people are, really are gonna have that reaction right some people are gonna be like listen I don't care if she never shows anything <laughs> about being Puerto Rican the fact that he just said that is so cool I'm, I, I'll am i take it mm-hmm. you know but that's also like within itself super problematic because that shows how starved people are for content mm-hmm. that they'll right. take table scraps you know like ah shouldn't have to accept that
2: Mm -hmm. Ah, speaking of things we shouldn't have to accept bury your gaze bury your gaze (sighs) let's be clear the old wife in the fridge the old
1: (laughs) that's me I'm in the fridge get me out of here it's real cold mm -hmm. (laughs) I have no wife rip um (laughs) <laughs> Someday you will, baby Someday Some wife, some husband, some variation thereupon
2: <laughs> hey, hey, mama mia David Tennant um, I'm all on right, brand, so guys we'll,
1: Okay, bear your gaze we'll, we'll come to your wedding and you can come to Oh ours. my god, yes. you cannot make me cry while I'm a guest on your podcast I'll lose my shit Um. <laughs> anyway
2: We're gonna have a whole It's Normally it's like, you know, one side is one bride And the other side's the other bride We're gonna have one side is our families, and the other side is all podcast people.
1: Fuck yeah, that's gonna be so much <laughs> yeah. more than your family. They're gonna like lose their minds. Oh,
2: absolutely. And the McElroy <laughs> brothers will be at our wedding. <laughs> oh. hopefully. Oh, I hope so.
1: Please, wouldn't that be lovely?
0: I mean, it's gonna be in three or four years, so who knows? Maybe by then. By right, then you'll be besties. it will be, It'll our be best
1: on. Um, bury your gaze Oh, oh God. So obviously, yeah. we all know the, the spoiler alert. <laughs> Hurley and Sloan got killed and it was sad and I cry every time I hear it.
2: And uh-huh. then Griffin fixed it That was it real the first good. time I cried.
1: Same.
0: That was the first time I cried too. Same.
1: Guys, we're all gay. <laughs> yep. So that was the first time I cried. So props to Griffin for like making me feel shit, but you know that's a not fun trope that everybody goes through if you're gay yep in any media but he fixed it real good and made him druids and then made him race again which I was like yes gay's racing this is my lifeblood Mm. (laughs) Um, gay trees that live show was so good god
2: it's so good good. Whew. Um, um Trav actually had a very good game in that one but anyway
1: yeah hell yeah um but the um and the other issue is it actually comes from dust because okay Spoilers, because I actually do know some people haven't listened to Dust. Some people just jumped right into Amnesty. So this is going to have spoilers for the Dust arc. You've been told. So skip it if you need to. (laughs) Skip Um, to
2: this time code. I don't have it.
1: I don't know. know. (laughs) Like probably like three minutes. So for being realistic, we'll put it in there. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll put it in there. Um, So there's a character named Dylan Mathers. I'm pretty sure. God, it's been so long. There is a boy who is the presumed killer boy, man, he's like an adult person, Mm -hmm. but a young adult person. He is not the killer of this other boy, man who was killed. Um, and then he is also the brother of the boy, man who was killed, his wife. And it turns out Mm -hmm. this whole time he was just super bummed because he was in love with the dude that got murdered real bad. And BT dumbs also made me cry. Dust made me cry like a big baby because of this. Um, Yes. But it's also... It it just kind of sucks for, like, LGBT, because it's not necessarily, like, the gays didn't die, because presumably this homeboy was straight, but it's more of, like, giving your gay a tragic thing. It's just sad.
0: It just makes me sad. Yeah, it's the tragic gay. It's the tragic gay. Instead
1: of the dead tragic gay, it's just the tragic gay, which, I mean, both are unideal. (sighs) So... Yeah,
2: and it seems like a time period choice, and I feel like that's, you know... Here's my thing. Here's okay. Just to here's a quick fix for all you RPG people out there. You have a fantasy world. Uh fix it. <laughs> you have a fantasy world. You want there to be a fantasy world where there's no racism? Poof. You're God. Like, do it. Like, just get rid of it. It's a Here's yeah, what I well, love I about our and D
0: campaign. Our D&D this campaign. My DM did exactly that. He put um he put same-sex procreation in our campaign perfect so like one of the characters is is a boy that has two dads but like the dads laid an egg together because they're both birds like <laughs> i love that so much yeah like that movie like, did exactly that i was your, like how did
2: your I was God. Like, how did they
0: have a baby and he was like oh same-sex procreation exists and we were like what cool like it was just like yeah i I don't know how the science behind that works but i don't really care you have the power you
2: can rebuild it better faster less racist like you (laughs) can do that it's within your control and like yeah dust takes place in the wild west but there's vampires and werewolves so like not really (laughs) so
0: It can be the Wild West of some other planet where racism and doesn't exist, and gays aren't tragic. Yeah,
1: not (laughs) racist. Werewolves and vampires aren't real. What?
2: We live in the dark timeline where there's no vampires and werewolves, and being gay and racism is a thing. So, like, you're fucking, you betcha. We're in the bad one. But anyway, for sure,
1: hundred percent.
0: You only get one or the other. You can't have (laughs) vampires and werewolves
1: and not have racism. And you can't. That's have, not fair. I want to fight somebody about that. Um,
2: so let's speed that along over. Quick.
1: We're almost done with Taz, guys. We've only got one more bullet point. And it's the fans. Right. It's like, yeah, we I'm might so come sorry. in just
2: shy of two hours on this no, one. No, you're so. okay. Because
1: I think, um, yeah, I, I'm going to, yeah, we're going to do a thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're going to be all right. Um, so the fans, there's honestly, like, most of the fan issues come from, uh, like more on a bam 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 side of thing with jokes and goofs and such in uh, in the Taz it's just about listening more than anything because a lot of times they just don't like there's just some not listening that happens a lot of the time and um, there's a couple things that are problematic like third eye Griffin as a DM is like not great because I think it's uh, it's very mm-hmm. specific to um. god damn it I'm oh my god
0: there's a specific religion there's a specific religion that it's
1: associated it's with Hinduism. and I'm not gonna say it cause I don't wanna say it wrong and be a doofus and be like assuming of other people but do some research okay, people I'll, I didn't have time to do I all did,
2: of it I, I did and <laughs> so if I'm wrong fuck me so <laughs> <clears throat> um. alright so yes and uh, white people wearing dreads here's a quick rule <gasps> do um, white, pe- white people don't wear dreads here's the thing yeah. uh, I don't care if you're a wook don't wear dreads. Like, I don't care how many times you've been to Coachella, don't wear dreads. Mm. I don't care how much you listen to Dave Matthews band, don't wear dreads. I don't care how much weed you smoke, don't wear dreads. This is the thing for white people, if you have dreads, mm-hmm. get rid of them, don't wear dreads. That's yeah. I my tell you. decree. I'm sorry, but... Yeah, you're fine.
0: <laughs> well, that's not that's not our culture, and that's not how our hair works, either. I just want to yeah, say, like, like, as a mod of the task really? if you're a
1: white person... Cosplaying Kravitz and you have dreads, we do not approve that post.
2: <laughs> nah, dude. It's, like that is literally one of the rules that I was told when I joined. Don't it's literally like it's it's and it's not the same thing as, you know, braiding, right? Like mm-hmm. I know like I, I have friends of mine who are white and who grew up in, you know, public housing and all of their friends were black and they grew up with black girls and they braided their hair and they learned how to braid their hair that way and that's how they learned how to braid their hair mm-hmm. like they didn't learn the rapunzel braid they learned how to do cornrows and like that's how they braid their hair and it's it is part of their culture but it's not and it's like a gray area but dreads is not how white people hair do mm-hmm. it's not braiding it's that's that's not how our hair do and so don't fucking do it idiot that's it just that that's sorry if you're offended but I don't care if you're white don't have dreads that's the fucking rules I don't write them I don't write them I'm writing them don't
1: fucking do it uh,
0: Liz let me ask you this Yep. while we're talking about white people cosplaying
1: Kravitz what's your opinion on white people cosplaying (laughs) Lucretia complex at best mean at times I would refrain from commenting Cause I, I don't want to stifle anybody's creativity because it's hard because mm-hmm. I know and like
0: this is something I am constantly conflicted about because Lucretia is my favorite Taz character and mm-hmm. she's the one that I relate to the most Yeah, I feel like she and I are the most similar mm-hmm. um, besides Barry but you know that's a costume I have to like cross dress to wear which I don't mind mm-hmm. but I would love to like be a girl yeah fair you know, one of the two girls that's part of the IPRE.
2: <laughs> mm. Ooh. Um
0: yeah.
1: I'm a little bitter about it, but it's I fine. mean um, loop kind so, of counts as every woman because she's the best. But I'm not gonna say
2: but it's, it's true. I cosplay as loop.
0: But my but Haley's my loop and so like oh, I can't I don't want to step her God. game. Um, I'm gonna vomit. It's uh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh but no, like I wanna cosplay Lucretia, but like I also don't want to, like, tread on ground. Like, I don't... It's not made for me. There's no... like, And especially now she's, like, canonically... Well, in the comics, though, she's, like, canonically black. Mm -hmm. And, like, every cosplay I see (laughs) is black. And so I just, like, I feel bad. And so I just, like... I just rather not, you know? I don't want to make somebody
1: upset or Mm -hmm. step on anybody's toes. So I just go... Eh. (laughs) And I'm not, like, a black person, so, I mean, I can't speak to, I guess, the depth that that would affect somebody, because I know this is a a lot of issues in black cosplay in general, is, um, because, I mean, especially it seems like this year, blackface has come back in a stunning noob twist. Are you kidding me? It's in a subtle way. It's not, like, straight-up blackface. It's, like, dark tanning and stuff like that. Blue,
2: it is 2018. Everything is bad again. Everything's
1: bad, and lots of things are... Anyway. It's, like, actually a very complex issue. But that one we don't have, like... As someone who's, like, in a mod of that group, like, it's not... And I'm not trying to, like, name-drop, like, who oh, I'm a part of the group? I'm saying, like, there's not hard and fast rules for no, that No, no, no.
0: You're fine. Um, I honestly, like, just to put my opinion out there, I want to see more black people dressed in cosplays that are, like, white characters traditionally. Mm-hmm. Like, especially black Disney princesses. Oh, I'm all yes. over that. I love it so much. It makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I just wish there were more black characters So that they wouldn't have to do that mm-hmm. But also like Be the change you want to see in
1: the world well, I can tell you literally <laughs> As someone I volunteered at a con Like this past September And seeing so many people um, Cosplaying characters from Wakanda And Black Panther And then being like little black boys Having that opportunity okay. Is like the fucking choicest shit I've ever yes, seen in my life We
0: saw actual Michael B. Jordan <gasps> I swear to God What?
1: Didn't we, baby?
2: Yeah, it was definitely a Michael Bajordan-esque individual, so um, I'm...
1: Uh, guys, I'm. This. I, why am I attracted to men still? It's a curse. <laughs> Isn't it
2: just though? Isn't it just <laughs> What's though? What's
1: like,
0: Blue? <laughs> Can't relate. Honestly, pretty good, but also it's kind of a problem because here's the secret. Every girl is beautiful and that's the thing men suck a lot and I hate all of them but every woman is gorgeous yeah but
1: you see I feel that but for like every living person I'm like wow amazing you did it you existed and now uh, I'm love see, I see well, I
2: I, 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 can't. D- I can't relate to either of those because <laughs> I only have eyes for one person in this world and she's in this discord call
0: Oh Liz
1: aren't you just so lucky <laughs> <laughs> oh Haley I never heard you speak so sweetly to me <laughs> I'm so sorry to every listener who has to listen
2: to alright fine every- I'm gonna go find that Michael <laughs> Jordan dude cause I am in Atlanta so I'll just go I'll no. see no. I'll see you guys later that- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Baby, I love you.
1: I love you,
2: Michael Pajor. Oh my God, that's um, the first okay. time you guys
1: have said it in media in this episode. I've waited this whole in... time for you guys to say you love each other. No, we said it at the but beginning. But not in the soft, sweet, cutesy, dupesy way. <laughs> <laughs> I have waited.
2: <laughs> I love you, hey. baby. I beat you. Hey, I beat you to it. I said I love hey. you already. I love you. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> I love you. Uh, we have to do it in the, the way.
2: The way? Oh, like this? Hey, I love you.
0: Hey, I love you.
2: Cool. Um,
0: Baby, my back itches. Will you scratch it?
2: With my mind scritches. Um No,
0: come hey, here and scratch this my This is beautifully back. gay and
1: sweet, but we have to keep going. We do. Okay,
0: I'm like, okay, here's the thing you have to understand. I'm really tired. I understand.
1: You're good. All right. Um, this so is the Sherm's are... level of like blarp cast. So I mean, we're doing good. <laughs> yeah, we're getting yeah. there.
2: We're 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 rolling. Um, um
1: adjacent podcast incidents. So yeah. I really only have two things to talk about. Yeah. One of them is bigger than the other.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And um, there was a well. Hold on. Yes. Why don't we start with the smaller one? Do you want to? Yeah. yeah okay we can do that the
0: big one's gonna take a little bit gonna... why don't we start with the smaller one okay
1: the smaller one is in bang and um i will preface this by saying this is <sighs> so in bang for those who aren't familiar is a show that travis did with his best friend tybee um <coughs> tybee identifies as bi and jewish um which is also like weirdly white in a way but also jewish so i mean like you know you've got like a, like a minority deal but like at the same time white privilege so and which she right. says herself in the show so to clarify and then travis obviously whites his head and um they do this show and and tarot bang is the symbol where it is a question mark and an exclamation point so this was their rant show which lived its year its days before the trump administration Which was like a large reason, according to them, why they shut it down because they were like, we don't want to rant about things anymore because now there's like real shit going on in the world that's really fucked up. So this isn't the kind of content we want to create because we don't want to actually talk about sad things. We just wanted to talk about like bad drivers or whatever. You get what I'm saying? Like that's the kind of show it was where they just like rant about like whatever might be going on that week and like let it free flow into like different topics throughout episodes. This resulted in a couple episodes where problematic shit would be said, be it like using slurs that weren't like theirs without like trigger warnings. And I, there was tell of sometimes like trigger warnings, not being taken seriously, though I have no real corroboration on that other than other people's experiences. I was not able to listen to that. And also I did not listen to all of the episodes because there were a few because there is so much McElroy content in the world. Um, Oh, truly. Truly deeply. I will say there was apologies made when, like, racial things were said, according to some, according to people that were directly involved in the incident, to the point where (laughs) actually one person of color blocked Tybee, apparently, because she said, like, she was so sorry and apologetic, it became, like, very annoying to her, which is fine, because it was, and I get that feeling of guilt of, like, really trying to seek that, like, forgiveness and that other person who blocked her is also valid because, like, that's not her job to do either. So, I mean, I get both ends of that spectrum, if that makes sense. Uh, but, so basically, it was just like, it was a rant show, which, I i mean, it's not my style of content that I like to consume anyway. I'm much more upbeat, I guess. Positivitini. <laughs> Positivitini is very cute. I've only listened to, like, one or two episodes, but I met Erica and Ishii recently, and she is a goddamn delight. Wow. And she is so tiny and sweet. Gosh, (laughs) she's just so lovely. Anyway, I've also met Tybee a couple times. She's also, like, I've really gotten along with her very well. Um, And I've really enjoyed her company. We've bonded over various ailments of, you know, the world we live in and stuff like that. So I think there has definitely been growth from this point. Because Bang ended, like I said, in 2016. And I think growth has been had but I want to acknowledge that there was some uh, rough shit that happened, basically. if that makes sense? That's pretty much what I have to say about Interrobang.
2: All right. Um, so there's <coughs> that. But now we're moving on to the big tea. The big tea. And, yeah. The big cup. So <laughs> the... Not yeah, to be the confused venti. With big gulp. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the, the Trenta. Oh, no. Um...
0: Oh shit, baby. I have to add Big Gulp to our list. I can't believe I forgot that. We'll one. do
2: that on National Vore Day. Um, so, ah,
1: there's a National Vore Day? Uh, you know Haley, there is. I made the uh, levels
2: touch on that one. I cringed so hard. It's okay. <laughs> That's a perfectly valid way to clip. Um, so uh, the Smurl incident. Okay. And sorry this. if it. If, I, I want to just say sorry if it offends anybody that we're you know goofing in between these, but I, I'm we're i sure we're man. all doing that a little bit deliberately to kind of like as a palate cleanser. Yeah, uh, for correct sure. Correct me if I'm wrong there. Yeah.
1: No, like oh, no, I can't we, even. This is this is a lot. I had basically oh. an anxiety attack writing up this document. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean it's fine. Everything's fine. And I'm, you, your listeners don't know, you guys kind of have had conversations with me at this point. I make a lot of jokes about, like, real shit often, because real shit is hard to deal with. And I use comedy as a shield, as Haley so beautifully put it. So, any good one of my
2: personality flaws. (laughs) Wow, a mood.
1: Yeah. But, listen, it's not meant to be, like like I'm not goofing about the actual stuff. Like if there are small like little jabs of goofs, it's not like I'm not it's serious stuff to me and I hope it's serious yes. stuff to you guys the listeners because it's serious content but I also think like I got to breathe. We're trying. <laughs> I lot. think
2: this is the I think this is the most effective way to keep the no bummer's attitude while being constructive mm-hmm. is talk about these things but not let them fucking cripple your entire day.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like we can't allow our like I mean who that's part of the bow. We're not doing the bow yet. We're gonna do the incident yes. first.
2: <laughs> incident first, then the bow.
1: Okay. So
2: hang in there, everybody.
1: The, this is the last thing. Um it's one in the morning. <laughs> um so
2: The Smurl incident. The
1: Smurl incident is this. For those who are part of McElroy fandom, most people know that it is like super big on Facebook mostly because the boys were in their Facebook groups, like the Taz and the BimBimBim ones, which obviously drew a lot of people to be in there because, like, you can interact with their content creator directly, like, in another way other than just Twitter. So, like, also, Lin-Manuel Miranda is in the Mabimbam appreciation group, and if you don't need any more reason to join, like, what the fuck? <laughs> so what I'm trying to say here is there's a lot of people in the Facebook communities There's like a, the, the joke is always made About a million McElroy adjacent Facebook groups One of those groups Was the Still Buffering group Which was The appreciation group For the show Still Buffering Done by mm-hmm. Sydney uh, Taylor And Riley Smurl Who are Sydney is obviously Justin's wife And Taylor and si- and Riley are Her younger sisters And it's a show About being a teenager And how to be a teenager And grow Ooh. up to be an adult Basically kind of talking about teenage stuff and then growing up to be adult stuff. Um, and the incident is such, and it's complicated. So I'm probably going to read a lot from nine notes just so I don't perfectly fuck fine. shit up. Yeah. And like to you, the listener, I did a deep dive into the Facebook groups, like searching up keywords and actually looking at old posts. So like, this is all like as fact as it gets because Hot it's from the mouth tea. of the people themselves that were involved. Yeah. Um, um okay so now we've gotten the context of facebook groups the breakdown of the facts is as such in late june of 2017 a person in the still buffering facebook fan group asked if the smurl ladies would be willing to discuss white privilege on the show um this post does not exist anymore but it is the post that started it like that's just all the context. like it was just a post requesting an episode topic be white privilege um, it could not be found through searching anything in the group, which admittedly is a poor tool for searching in any Facebook group. But, uh, I, I, I mean, I did a deep dive for like hours one day, like trying to get all these facts straight without any like people's biases and such. Um, so the posts that do exist are the ones I'm going to be bringing up because they are from both Riley and Sydney who are addressing what happened from their point of view. Um, Based on their account, someone from this post, someone made the post requesting the they cover white privilege and their mother, who was also in the Facebook group, is not anymore, who was at the time, um, commented on it. From context, it would seem that she had said that them covering, they, they had said they weren't willing, to, they didn't want to do white privilege because they weren't entirely comfortable with it. And then someone said like, that seems like a little racially insensitive or something. And mother, their mom kind of might have misinterpreted it and said, why are you calling them racist? It just became a whole thing. And again, that post doesn't exist. So I don't have hard, fast facts. But from context clues, that's the best I can come up with, along with some other people's point of view. Um, yeah. Um, at this point, Sydney jumped in when someone said... Oh, well, like their mother said something and then someone called Sydney's mom racist. And then Sydney jumped in and snapped at the person and then banned them from the group. And, in a, and when I say that she inappropriately jumped in and snapped at the person, that's because Sydney herself said that in the post that still exists in the group and can be searched up. Um, so over the course of the next few days, many arguments broke out in the group and on Twitter Um in which even some big name fans like in the Mabim Bam community gave their opinions on their Twitters and they were essentially ostracized as a result. Um, mm-hmm. which is not, I mean, it's, it's a mess. Uh, yeah. many people were banned from the group, the still buffering group or kicked out as Sydney stated for getting personal, which was as their clarification were direct attacks on the character of either her Riley, um, Taylor or their mom. So that's what they qualified as getting personal and banning material. And the, in the days that followed the event, the Smurls left the Facebook group and the brothers left theirs as well. The other context for this is that the brothers had already been talking about, like even on their podcast, about leaving the groups, I think, or at least talking about on their Twitters about how they were going to leave or something like that, because it was just becoming a lot and they were managing it. And it's a lot when you have thousands and thousands of people in that tiny isolated zone, just wanting your attention and craving it so much. Like, that's a lot of pressure. So they were going to leave. And this was just kind of the cracking point that caused it. And Yang, this is, like, literally a month before I got into the fandom. This is when all this happened. So I was not a part of it. I want to make that clear. That's why I had to do so much research. Not saying I'm, like, not to say I'm not a part of it. Like, I was not guilty. I'm just saying I literally wasn't even a witness. Right. Right. Well, I didn't hear about this at all because I wasn't involved with still buffering, Uh
0: like even a little. So when you told me about this, I like, because I remember the age of the McElroys being in the Facebook groups, because I will admit to uh, going through their Facebook profiles to see if we had any mutual friends, Mm -hmm. uh, which we do, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I... Then later, like went back to find them again, and they were not in the Facebook groups anymore, and I didn't know what happened. I so I just thought they got too big and they left.
1: Mm -hmm. So this is yeah, this is the actual, the actual thing, and that's like yikes. That's like hundred percent for sure. Like that's not a guessing game for me, (coughs) based on all this information. And this got brought up actually in another Facebook adjacent group when I first heard about it, like barely a few months into me being in the fandom, and it made me very upset. Because I was still very much a new McElroy fan where I'm like, they're perfect. There's nothing that they can do wrong. And I was like, what do you mean they did these things? And I was very upset because I was like, they would never do stuff like this, but they they did stuff like this. Um, And when I say stuff like this, this is where we're getting into more of what I'm saying happened here. Um, Sydney is correct about herself that she responded in an out-of-bounds way from her position of power as an admin in this group. Which then triggered like this huge thing of miscommunication and badness from every side. Um, Some fans went as far as to attack Riley because Riley was the originally I think the one that said she didn't want to cover white privilege because she didn't feel like she could. Which is kind of complicated because you could they do have guests on so they could have had like you know a person of color on the show to talk about this. Um, Which is why I think a lot of people were so upset that they just said no. And I think they just said no because they were, you know, as some white people get, like, super like, I don't want to fuck it up. And it's like, well, you're going to be weird if you're just going to dismiss it out of hand. Anyway.
0: Well, I think, I think, I will say, coming to the defense here, uh, they did let the 16-year-old answer the question.
1: No, yeah, the 16-year-old answer the question. And again, like, people attacking a 16-year-old is not, like, super great. Like, don't do that, guys. Like, calm the fuck down. Right,
0: like, don't attack a 16-year-old. Because when I was 16, I probably would have said the same thing. And Mm -hmm. if you had started coming for me calling me a racist, I would have been like, whoa, hold on, wait. No, I don't know what's happened. Like, I I I would not have been able to I hadn't
2: heard the term white privilege until I was 16. So, like, (laughs) it's, you know, like, and granted, I'm old here, so, like, you know, it was just Haley. when we were starting to be like, hey, maybe we should not be fucking awful still. And like right. I was on the I was on the frontiers of people being like, hey, you know white people are terrible still. And I was like, We are? Oh no <laughs> um, But like Haley, it's uh I, I was a Muppet uh, for a long time. I'm trans. twenty four. I'm trans. I'm transhuman, so I was a muppet, and I transitioned to be a person. <laughs> so I still have some muppet-like tendencies. Um, How
0: old are you, Liz? The same age.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. It's fucking. It was That's the time. Fun. You That's remember the dark. Hilarious. It, you remember the dark ages, goes, right?
0: She goes, that's not even old. You're making our guests feel old, baby. Stop it. I've You're
2: lived right. a thousand ages in my mind. Um, so Same. But no. The, like, I feel like you know, in the last
1: three years, I have
2: aged 70. Fucking mood. But no, here's the thing. Is like, yeah, you shouldn't let the 16-year-old field a question about white privilege. Um, right. But like, also, you shouldn't fucking crucify a 16-year-old because they're not sure whether they can handle a very serious, very real topic on mm-hmm. their goof em ups you know, podcast. And, mm-hmm. like, it's... And I know they cover serious issues, but, like, this is a serious issue. And, like, when you don't feel equipped to uh, tackle something, like, coming mm-hmm. into this, Blue and I had many, many conversations about whether or not we should do this, whether or not we would be hurting people, whether we were equipped to have this conversation. Yep. Like, what... Like, we had a lot of conversations about this, but... We're also young women in our 20s and, Mm -hmm. like, have had these conversations before, have been wrong, have been corrected, have made asses of ourselves. Like, we've experienced that. But if I was 16 and coming into this, I would be like, fuck, I don't – what if I become – because, like, you know, you you say one wrong thing online and you can get fucking absolutely just fucking – burned at the stake right mm-hmm. and, well, like, and Riley
0: was it, it was and still is you know a teen with like a significant mm-hmm. internet following
2: yeah mm-hmm.
0: you know and I could understand how like I mean I've never had that but like <laughs> I could imagine being a young person with like a lot of people who are paying attention to you and looking at what you're doing and being worried about saying like even just like coughing weird and someone being like, cause mm-hmm. like that
1: happens all
0: the time.
2: Mm-hmm. And so it's, it is yeah. a mess. And but... what
1: this, this issue really boils down to what people were saying, honestly, at the core was the, like you not wanting to cover this shows white privilege. And it got conflated into you're being racist, which is not the case. And often as white thing. people oh, right. do, they make them the same, and they are not the same. They can be, yep. I, I mean, like they are harmful in different ways, and harmful in great ways, and they should not be confused. And they can go
0: hand in hand. They can no, too. they certainly well, go I mean, hand
1: in hand. They're often. I, I in my notes, I have they, they are often bedmates, which makes it sound much more romantic than it is, which is not.
2: It's not great. Well, I mean, like it comes. It's the same sort of. Um, it's the toxic mm-hmm. masculinity uh, misunderstanding of. Toxic masculinity is a characteristic of masculinity that is toxic, and it is not saying that masculinity itself is toxic. It is the aspect of masculinity of the toxic aspect of masculinity, not that masculinity is toxic. But people hear Mm -hmm. toxic masculinity and they say, oh, they want all men to die. And you're like, well, hang on, maybe read a book. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, maybe (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, (laughs) That was a joke. But, like, you know, white privilege often gets the same treatment of, like, <laughs> yes. it's, you know, you hear white privilege and people go, like, my dad says this all the time. My dad goes, well, I grew up poor, so I don't have privilege. And I'm like, that's not how that works at all. But, you know, Mm-mm. people don't want to hear that. They, they they don't understand intersectionality. They don't understand these things. And then you hear, you know, white privilege and then it's often used in the context of someone being racist and it gets conflated. And so like, I, I feel for that, but also it was not the right reaction, especially on, you know, it just all around, you know, like,
1: yeah, the, the real reason. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry.
2: uh Well, I was just going to say these things, like I said, should not be topics for debate. It should be a moment where, people with privilege should be like, what do you mean by that? Rather than no. So it's it like, you know, edu- educate me or like, let me educate myself or like, let's have a discussion rather than I'm going to prove you wrong. Um, sorry. You were saying.
1: No, you're fine. Um, I'll be honest. Discord's fucking up a little bit. So I'm not fucking sure. Up. Yeah, I can hear you yeah. entirely. for I me again, now it might be fine. But, um, No, the only thing I was going to say is, like, the reason this is, like, I wanted to bring this up specifically, A, because it is race-related and white privilege-related, so relevant to the topic at hand, but this was, outside of them leaving the groups and Sydney giving her little farewell post, which, again, can be searched up in that group, it was otherwise never addressed by anyone in the family, and that feels sad and... Yuck. And I get it's complicated and hard and they just probably just wanted to put it behind them. But, you know, this felt like a thing that they should have addressed with fans, like personally, because as someone coming into the fandom and seeing this, it was hard to see and have to process that on my own without having some kind of statement from them about like what the fuck was up kind of thing. Right. Um. So, yeah, it's, this is the thing that bum- like, it's probably one of the things that bums me out, like just out of like. Behavior because for a lot of other things I can be like I don't think there was an intentional hurt Not that I think there's intentional hurt here But I think there was a lack of As much care of the situation As yeah. far as like amends I mean, made, like
2: Etc It's bringing it back to this whole Like no bummers thing Being used to silence people mm-hmm. You know if you really truly do believe in no bummers Like why are you Allowing bummers <laughs> You know like mm-hmm. this is a bummer This is when we first read about this, like, Blue, you had a moment of, like, fuck, I don't know if we can do this episode because. Well,
0: throw me under the bus. <laughs> no, it's well, okay, I'm saying, I yes, I, yes, parting the curtain, I had a breakdown. I had a panic attack. I didn't want to do this mm-hmm. because I agree. Like, I am a strong believer in if you truly love something, you should be able to not only love it, but also criticize mm-hmm. it. Mm hmm. But I've been in a really dark place lately, emotionally and personally. And honestly, like the McElroys have brought a lot of light into my life and have been, you know, one of the only things that like is my safe space. Mm -hmm. Um, And so doing a whole episode on my Jokey Jokey Feel Good podcast that I make with my beautiful girlfriend and ripping apart the thing that I love Second most, <laughs> um, I, mm-hmm. it just, it was gonna be, I just it was really hard for me. I didn't want, I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I, and then I like started listening to what I was saying and I went, fuck, I'm, listen to me. I sound, I'm, there's my white privilege. Mm-hmm. Like, I have the privilege to <coughs> ignore the stuff that's bad and not, cause like it doesn't affect me. The, 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 you know, the barrier gay stuff does, but that's about the extent of it, you know? Uh Uh-huh. And so I went, you know, this isn't for me. And I need, it's bigger than me. And so I need to recognize that and make this for the people that it matters to. Because it's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's for the audience and for, you know, the people that don't get to have their voices heard. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So. And I really appreciate you guys allowing me to have the platform for this uh, and inviting me on the show to talk about it because it is fucking hard to talk about. Just because.
0: Oh my gosh, we super appreciate <laughs> you for coming because, yeah, I like, mean, I know how hard this conversation is to have, and also, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah, it's
2: I understand also as you know a member of a different marginalized community, you know, having the. Uh, Well, tell me why thrust upon you like it's your job to educate me why I'm wrong. And like I I get like, why don't you do your own footwork? But like, I really appreciate that you took it upon yourself to not only come up with all of these talking points to field the question to other people of color in the fandom to like really get a feel Mm -hmm. for what the true, you know, you know, rub is here within the mm-hmm. fandom that you know and then that you also came on and were able to speak you know uh, so eloquently to these, these issues and like really um, you know and do it in a way that you know isn't a fucking hit job because that was my big mm-hmm. fear uh, also you yeah. know again you know and this is fucking again white guilt fear shit playing into Mm -hmm. it of me being like, well, I don't want to make my boys sad. If if you want to hear a fun
1: thing, like literally when I made the post in Cool Babies of Color, they were like, they're really going to do this? (laughs) 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 Like for at least covering like at least the Smurl incident specifically, they're like, "Mm, that's a pretty, that's a pretty big hit. (laughs) And because it's a heavy topic, it's a heavy topic. And like, so I mean, it's not, I mean, like it's acknowledged and the other people like
2: it gets, rough out there
1: it does it do
2: but um, like this is these are our you know brothers and sisters and variations thereupon within the community yeah. and like they are just as much uh, McElroy fans as we are and like we're all in this together um,
0: and we, but know, we know. know but
2: no uh, it's um, you know I, I I learned a long time ago that you know, the best, someone told me, I, I asked them, I was like, Somebody. I, sorry. Baby, I'm, I'm doing sorry. a serious thing. I I'm asked sorry. when I first had my awareness of my privilege brought to my oh, awareness, when my white privilege was first brought to my amer- awareness, um, I was like, shit, what do I do? This is a common reaction for any white person who has this moment of like, oh, fuck, I'm part of a system of oppression. Oh, God. Um, and then there's, like, the reaction of, like, well, let me fucking be an absolute outrage enthusiast and, like, fucking go to bat for everybody and call everyone out on everything and, like, that's how I'm gonna do it and, like, speak over people of color to say why other people are racist and I'm just gonna yell and yell and yell and I asked somebody and I said, what do I do with my privilege? How do I, what what do I do about it? I can't get rid of it, so what do I do to help? And he told me One day you're going to be in a position where you're going to be interviewing somebody for a job and there's going to be a black candidate and there's going to be a white candidate and I want you to give them both just as much time and chance to speak their part. And that's it. You are going to be in the position of power. You're going to have a platform. You're going to have a voice. And What you do in that moment, who you let speak and who you let, who you listen to, who you give the opportunity to, that's your decision and you need to use it responsibly. And so when I had this moment and, you know, this was before the Smurl incident, like was brought to my attention because we, this was after we asked you, Mm -hmm. but like what they did was brush it under the rug. And what we're doing is we made a mistake. You know, we celebrated the glass shark thing. You told us about it. And instead of sweeping it under the rug and being like, oh, no, hope nobody noticed. We made a decision to say we fucked up. And this is how we're going to make amends by allowing someone the opportunity to use the platform that we built. And no small part to our privilege as, you know, white gay women in a McElroy fandom, which like (laughs) fucking there you go. Yeah. But like, you know. It's, you know, in no small, par- small part to our privilege, we have this opportunity, and there's no better place for this conversation to be done than on the Macroy fan podcast. <laughs> so um, what I did want to ask, though, because this is a McElroy fan podcast and not a what podcasters are bad podcast. Um, and I, again, it's not in an antagonistic way, but I want to know if the McElroy brothers do all of this problematic stuff, and they have, we went through the whole list for the last two and a half hours. Um, you know, they do all of this stuff, and it's hurtful and problematic, and you know, ignorant and irresponsible, and you know, there's a lot of bummers in there, and they didn't do a lot of things responsibly, and some things they did, and like, why, why do you listen? Why do you still listen to the McElroy Brothers?
1: That's a very good question. Um, I personally, for me, um, they bring me an immeasurable amount of joy that I didn't (laughs) previously know like fandoms could give me. And that's largely due to like the people I've met through it. Like I've met you guys. I've been in um, some of my best friends I met through this fandom because I joined it and joined a million Macroy Jason fa- Facebook groups. And the reason I was able to do that and make those friends and exist in the space where it was so safe and loving and good is because those are the kind of people that they draw because I think they do problematic shit, but at their core, they want to do good. They want to make the world better and brighter. Um, and, and, and shed some light and give some light into it and I mean I can't I, I truly can't even quantify the ways that they have like I don't want to be like every other person who's like oh they saved my life but I mean I was literally listening to a Taz episode as I was getting the courage up to pack all my things and leave an abuser in the middle of the night so I mean like when I say that they were really there for me for some shit like they were there and then they, they, they bring that safety and that love and that kindness and compassion and I think that's just so driven into the core which is why it is such a shock whenever there is a hateful person anywhere that is a fan of them as well because it's like why would you even be here? You don't you you cannot the furthest from belong here <laughs> like this is not the place for you mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I can't I, I truly lose words like, I, it, like the ways that they have changed my life through being involved in liking and loving their content and their fandom has it, it is beyond measure, is the best way I can quantify it. I love them, I do, and I'm gonna keep loving them and I'm gonna keep wanting them to do better because if anyone can achieve perfection, it's the <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> it, was, well, it was almost a goof. I almost yes, and it, but I didn't.
2: <laughs> I, um, so it's
1: not true, but I mean, I do love them so much. Truly, so do I. I've met so Travis we, multiple I mean, times, and I do love that boy.
0: <laughs> yes, I mean these boys brought us brought brought not just me and Haley, but brought all three of us together. Yeah. So like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and I've some of my best friends in the planet I have made through them, and like it just, yeah. you know, they're they're they at at their center. They are truly good people, and while they've made mistakes, as we all do. You know, they keep trying and keep working towards being better. And so this is our attempt at <laughs> trying to learn and be better as well.
2: And you know what? Um, we, all, we all make mistakes. You know, like mm-hmm. I recited Chris Rock bits to my friends when I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know, as a white person. You don't do that. But, like,
0: well, I've definitely, you know, I've done so much shit. My oh, my God, I'm the worst. Yeah. I was a conservative
1: when I was younger, guys. Yeah. A conservative.
2: <laughs> Oof. But, like, I mean... but, but, you know, we all, you know, we all made mistakes in our lives. But the thing is, the McElroy brothers have been podcasting for the last, you know, Decade. almost nine years at this point. God. And they are, you know, the, a lot of these mistakes that they made and the growth moments that they made have been public. And, like, they make a lot of the same mistakes that a lot of us do, but theirs have been publicly broadcasted and it's not an excuse, but like watching them, watching them grow and like seeing them grow under that magnifying glass and the pressure from all of these people who want to love them and who do love them and the people they want, they want to be loved their people. They want to be loved. They want to be Mm -hmm. successful. They want, their business and their their content to be liked and they also want to be liked as individuals as any of us do and when they fuck up they feel bad and the, we've going through this list I see I don't see a bunch of malicious people I see a bunch of normal ass white dudes who make mistakes because they don't know any better and then go ah shit and then correct as best as they can when getting screamed at from all angles and they they still keep their heads above water and they have yet to pull a JonTron. So like so long as they don't just fucking lean into the hate I'm okay with it. <laughs> like I'm willing to overlook some bummers because in the end they bring us so much more no bummers.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that's really how I feel about it and I, I think that's how you feel about it is you know at the end of the night at the end of the night the good they bring into the world outweighs the bad and the bad that they bring in they more often than not fix and the bad that they don't fix well that's the kind of stuff that we need to learn to talk about as a community and if mm-hmm. anything, it's facilitating the opportunity for us to grow as a fandom. And 100%. yeah, so I think that's, how I feel about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's as good a place as any to leave it.
0: Mm-hmm. I think so yeah. too. Um, and I just wanna <laughs> make one more blanket statement, one more blanket bad cop statement. If you're gonna come in my Twitter mentions screaming SJW and Snowflake and you're too sensitive and it's not that bad and blah, blah 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 I don't wanna hear it, I'm just gonna block you. But if you wanna come have like nice calm debate,
2: discussion not debate conversation. Yeah, conversation.
0: Yeah, just conversation discussion. This isn't a debate, it's just a talk. You know, it's just it's open dialogue. Yeah, especially more than welcome to come, be open, and have dialogue.
2: Especially if you have questions, this is the thing I I say is like don't first off don't ask people of color and gay people and trans people and et cetera, et cetera, to explain things to you. Do your best to educate yourself, and if you still yes. have questions, then ask people that. Have those experiences because if you,
0: you know, the good critical thinking skills that we are supposed to be taught in grade school.
2: Okay, so <laughs> you
0: know the ones you use to take the SAT.
2: Um, those ones, but you know, use like that. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten the question: When did you know you were trans? And oh my god, did you get the surgery yet? And and like, uh. well, was it weird when you woke up that one day and had boobs? And like uh, I've gotten those questions a million billion that times. That's not how
0: it
1: works. I've like, gotten what? that. As, I've got,
2: Women what? have asked me that question, so I, I, what, I like. There, <laughs> I've. I can't tell you how many times I've had those questions lobbed at me. But and every time I always go, I I and most of the time I'm just like, I don't want to talk to you. So bye. <laughs> but the. The amount of times that people have come up to me and been like, you know, ask me questions like, you know, how did your family take it? You know, that's a question that I'm like, oh, uh, I, I can dig into this. Like, you know, or if they ask like, you know, uh, you know, uh, how'd you settle on your name? Like, I'm like, whoa. OK, so that's like a deeper question. Like they've done a little research and they're like, so you pick your name. Like they figured things out before they came to me with a question and like. Those questions, I always, I'm like, let's have a discussion about my identity and let's talk. What are what's your story, sir? (laughs) Like, and so it, like educate yourself, bring questions to the table to further the discussion. And one thing that my sponsor always tells me, um, and you know, many people have told me is, uh, before you open your mouth, ask yourself, who does it benefit for me to say this? And if it benefits only you, don't say it. <laughs> a good if rule the only out. person it benefits is you, don't fucking say it. Cause like then you're just yelling. Then you're just yelling. And there's too much of that going around. So if we want 2019 to be 2019, which we do, be brilliant. Um, please, just be oh, baby, more progressive. You
0: spoiled the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's fine.
2: Um, so anyway, I think that's a good place to leave it. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Liz, do you wanna say our our outro?
1: I do, but first, I just wanted to say real fast, um, because I told... Oh, um, wait, we
2: haven't plugged our stuff yet. Sorry, I'm, like, yeah, jumping out of here. Yeah, we need to here. plug all of our plug
1: stuff. Plug all your stuff. But, uh, but I did want no, to say thank you to the my members in the Cool Babies of Color who helped me understand, and I did a, a lot of research, but they also, like, when I still couldn't find answers, they were very kind enough to give me their emotional labor and explain things to me, and uh thus uh helped me able to, to be able to do this. And specifically to my friend Mal Cruz, who's in that group, um, said that uh, Mal's comfortable with me uh, thanking uh, them on the show. So I wanted to say thank you to those people because they were all very helpful. I
0: hope all your friends from that group come and listen to this. Cause <laughs> they told I would me to share the show, hear from and them. I'm just
1: like,
2: "All right, I will tell you guys when it drops." <laughs> all oh, right,
0: good, yay! Well, it drops tomorrow, <laughs> it so. What?
2: Well, Woo! welcome to all. Welcome to all the cool babies of color, and and we're very very happy to have you here, and we hope that you stick around because, and we hope that we've demonstrated that this is a safe place, a uh, safe space, and you know, like, uh, uh, we're we want you here. We want everyone. Uh-huh. Yes, we are so happy to here.
0: have you, and yeah. thank you for trusting us because, like that alone, like just the trust. That's so much. Is a lot. Yeah, and it it means the world. So yeah, I so, yeah.
2: Anyway, um. Uh, you can follow us uh, the podcast's Twitter, um, which is at Good Boys girls, TM. Um, you can also uh, follow our uh, network, Lunar Light Studios, uh, which is Lunar Light HQ, uh, at Lunar Light HQ. You can follow our personal Twitters. Mine is at Hey Stews, H-A-Y-S-T-E-W-S. Mine at, oh,
0: Sorry, mine is at Blue Space
1: Queen. And Liz? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at L and that's D-O-T. It's a Hamilton reference. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> ah, I love it. Because I'm that person. Um, yeah. L and, dot
2: fern. F-E-R-N. And so. um Liz, why don't you take us out? I'm so excited about this.
1: Take a hammer and fix the podcast.
2: The first <laughs>